Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms, and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. Perhaps most distinct for her scars, Atlaran is host to a number of sacred or cursed sites, depending on whether you ask Bahamut or Asmodeus. Or, perhaps you'll ask the old Balin gods, whom the world herself and her moons and star are named after. These places, like Mount Gear, the Monomarig Meteor, Drosdana, the Dawn Deep Trench, the Shattered Continent, the Greenhall Sea, the entirety of Garrett Eldathos, they all play parts in the world's fate. But it's the people that truly shape it. And every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries and we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery. Quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum. Or, in most cases, both. And that brings us to our particular window in time. Following in the footsteps of a scorned bard and her unlikely lone wolf companion. Or, perhaps lone coyote is more apt. Marin Veneer, a half-elven fighter with a love of freedom and gunpowder and a former bard relearning her musical skills. Marin was the daughter to a frail sun-elf laundress who passed away when she was still young. Left to care for her half-sister Sylphie alone, Marin grew up far too fast. In her desperation to keep her sister from starving, Marin accepted help from the Alteras and was lured into their poisonous web of abuse, theft, and murder. Forced to kill and torture, often those unsuspecting and even undeserving, eventually Marin dared to question her adoptive father Alistair and was slaughtered on the spot by her brothers just before she was 18. Sylphie was left to flee alone, but ten years later Marin awoke, revived by the Hydling cult. Sickly but determined, she recovered thanks to powerful magics and the apparent interest of Cynthia Moore, mother of the new King of the Arbiters, Silas Moore III. And, by Cynthia's order, Marin was given as a gift to Silas in the hopes that she would become his subservient partner, a suitable wife that would not question the Moore family thanks to her debt to them. Marin, however, had the spark of rebellion in her soul by then, and wasn't about to be controlled again. When Silas proved he supported her in the freedom of those crushed by the Arbiters, Marin reluctantly fell in love. Now with her fiancé at her back and the work to be done, Marin is ready for the long road ahead. She'll make sure no one suffers under the boot of the Arbiters or the Hydland cult ever again. Kit. Just Kit, a shifter, or elusir, of the Coyote Totem and mildly devout cleric of Savros, the Balin god of mischief and wanderers. Originally hailing from Amnoblin as part of a group of natives called the Manamar and Dalmaric, Kit's people have always been harassed by the Skull, or outsiders, who seek to take their ancestral lands and waters. Kit's particular tribe was attacked when he was young, rendering himself and his brother Ren orphans, and forcing their tribe to flee their home continent altogether. They found refuge in Irakel, but struggled to adjust to the change from sub-Arctic to equatorial desert. 
trusting in the sacred Mount Gear, heart of the world, to watch over them. Kit's people settled in the northern savannas, but Kit never settled, aimlessly causing trouble to Skull and taking mercenary contracts to send money home since he was 15. Kit has become a person of interest to the Guild of Wardens, enforcers who help keep the common laws. Thanks to Dana Fioris, a former troublemaking comrade who eventually went straight and became a warden herself, Kit has quite the dossier with the wardens and rarely struggles to find work at their guild. And now, alongside Sylphie, Kit has his own scores to settle with the Arbiters, though breaking apart an organization of kidnappers and slavers would be reason enough to destroy them. Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> I didn't know we were up. <laughs> you didn't count us in. No, Jess. I didn't. You're welcome. You're just like, hi. God damn it. Uh, I totally did that on purpose. I hate you. We're having a very aggressive conversation about camouflage. <laughs> Jesus. A hello, everybody. And a one si- yeah, it was just me screaming at the microphone. <laughs> welcome to the Alarm Adventuring Company. This, uh, this shit show. Yes. Um, I'm your dungeon master, Taylor Wallace, and with me I have Alicia Kelly. It's me. And Blake Wolf. It also me. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for making that a thing now. You're welcome. I know, I keep, I keep every week being like, I need to say something fun and different, and then it always comes it out, me. me. <laughs> God. Alright, well, let's get this recap started, shall we? Yes, thank you. I um, forgot to read it. What? What? <laughs> I know you did. Fucking all my hard work. I appreciate you so much. Warmest regards. Uh huh. <laughs> Warmest regards. Feel anyway, the love. Uh, so the last love. time, uh, if anybody watches our YouTube channel, you may have noticed that we posted two episodes because we had a little bit of a mega stream. Oh yeah. Um, we got to the end of four hours <laughs> and decided that that just was not enough. Nope. Uh, so for the first episode that we posted, Determination, uh, you guys, let's see, you were aboard the Queen of the Cradle after, of course, poor Sylphie had uh, literally bit the dust. And uh, Kit had a little bit of a run-in with Tall Dunost. And you ended up trading all of your cleric levels to become a druid of Taldanos. You woke up with Mia cuddled up next to you. Um, She's been really, really clingy to you lately. Um, Do, 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 do. Marin, who is now, now Alicia, uh, because Sylphie, Sylphie done dead. Uh, <laughs> you had a moment where you chopped off a bunch of hair and uh, you all decided that instead of sit and wallow, you were going to go out and get shit done. So the first place you decided to go was the center of the Green Hall Sea for Kit to retrieve the Gaithahide Heidelin Crystal. Yes, I did. Which ended up being much easier now that he was a druid. And you guys also made very short work of a sea serpent. That sea serpent need a higher AC or AC CR. Yeah, sure. 
Uh, you also uh, met Ashley, Silas's crow, familiar. Oh yeah. Uh, in the second episode, aptly named Hubris, Hubris. I don't care. Hubris. Hubris. Um, it's like this was where Kit actually dove down and uh, got to the city of Keladir, which was once four miles higher. And uh, you found that the city had been basically frozen since the calamity even bodies still there unrotted um weird bioluminescent plants growing everywhere Mm -hmm. the only other sign of life you had down there was of course the clownfish maz and a strange pale eel that seemed to follow you you also found a petrified statue uh potentially the dead form of sanka you return to the surface with the Gaitha hide stuck to your octopus tentacle, uh, but you managed to get it off by shifting back, only to get it stuck again later. Uh, on your way to... Oh, I also marked this down. Kit saying, nothing exists for no reason, which I appreciate you understanding my storytelling style. Uh... 11 days to Arden, you guys started playing around. Yes. 11 days! (laughs) Um, You began playing around with the staff, getting it stuck to your hand. Uh, You attempted to charm and dominate it with the Gesh spell and ended up summoning a hurricane as it uh, did not like what you were trying to do. Kit either being some kind of hero or some kind of idiot, or both, left the ship in an eagle form to try to divert the hurricane, which thankfully did work. Uh, But you ended up getting caught up uh, on the edge of it, uh, pursued by the very spirit of Algar Heidelin, until something dropped you out of the sky and you came face to face with what Kit would know was Senna, or at least the Grey Lady ghost of her and she saved you it seems by sending you back to land as the hurricane continued raging westward um do to do kit spent some time uh reaching out to Taldunost. not much of an answer there but at least a connection um, you guys did warn the Phalon caravan that a hurricane was headed toward Arden, uh, which is about to get Killicud. Oh, yeah. And uh, Marin and Silas had a moment where they <laughs> talked and discussed the long-standing markings on Silas's palms. He explained that his patron, finally, was Dulthair, the technically dead titan of night uh one of the giri gods and Taldanost's brother he did not get a chance to talk to sylphie about it um oh and you guys decided that whenever you get to i don't know arden maybe a different town you're gonna get married yep that should be fun in a hurricane ravaged town (laughs) so on your way yeah, you guys are back en route uh, where we're picking up. Uh, we, 
I don't really think we need to worry about Kit's whole werewolf transformation anymore. He's had two successes with just not having any issues with it. I don't think it's I don't think it's a big deal anymore. So that I mean I can use it to my advantage? Um Can I start to... learning how to do it on <laughs> command? Yes. But it's probably going to take you a while to get it, like, down pat. That's fine. Um, so we'll just uh, we'll just leave that one alone. And then when you want to start doing werewolfy stuff, um, we're going to treat it like... Uh, I'll have to actually grab my homebrew rules for it. But it's not too terribly different from certain things about Shifter. Um, I'll... I'll have to grab them from Jace's file. Uh, but you will arrive at Arden on Anglen the second. So it is getting to... <coughs> when does Anglen fall? Uh, summer is over. So it is now uh, early fall. Uh, Anglen, the end of Anglen is the uh, fall equinox. Okay. Um, yep, 23 days to the autumn equinox. Uh, I did make a note that Kit messaged Ren and Kenna through Clay. Kenna MacAmbro knows that you guys have the Gaithahide because mm -hmm. you realize that it's real fucking dangerous. Mm -hmm. But, uh, it is the morning of Anglin the second. You guys are coming within sight of the port of Arden. I'll actually scoot you over to the map. continental map. <clears throat> do, 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 do. So you guys would have rounded that point and then made your way almost straight to Arden. Uh, how um, many <clears throat> days has it been since the hurricane at this point? Uh, at this point, one, two, three, it would take you about five days to get there. The hurricane probably hit Arden uh, either during the night or early morning after you guys summoned it. So it's been four or five days. Okay. okay. <clears throat> so you guys uh, are approaching from the east. Uh, you've ever since you got into sort of this actual bay for once, there's a real bay. Um, We're down by the bay. You are indeed Where down the, by the bay. Where the watermelon turnips grow. Yeah. Sure. Are there um, watermelon turnips there? <laughs> you don't know. They grow underwater. I'm sorry. Excuse oh. me. This is a harbor. <laughs> That's not a bay. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh. We're jerks. We're jerks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're jerks. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can just kill everybody now. And no! I mean, <laughs> we're pretty much headed there anyway. So yeah, like, I know. I can't wait. Speak for yourself. Well, uh, I there is something that I wanted to do. Yes. Once we got here, is I want to turn to Clay. Actually, do I see the goose? The goose? Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he hasn't been the. Oh, make a perception check. We're in a new town, right? 
No, not yet. I'm oh, saying I'm you're sorry. still outside the town. Oh, when we get in, I gotta tell when you. When we get into town, sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, well, first of all, there's not much of town left. That's true. Uh, as you guys perfect, approach, perfect place for finding geese. As you guys approach, uh, you do see the ship enters basically a debris field out in the out in the uh, Arden Arden Bay. And you're just, like, constantly hitting little chunks of what were probably ships. Uh, barrels, uh, chunks of railing, entire sailcloths. And in the distance, where you expect to see fairly tall buildings, Arden is pretty well set up. You don't see anything taller than one story, because anything taller is knocked over. Um, from a distance, the only things that you can see, uh, that are, like, completely hail and hole are tents that have recently been set up. Uh, all of the docks are missing. They're just obliterated. Uh, there's no, uh, sort of pier or break wall. Um, and there's no lighthouse. But there should be. You don't see it anywhere. Um... Coming into the actual harbor itself, you guys don't have a dock to tie onto, so you have to <clears throat> you have to get out on the uh, little rowboats and row to shore, where you see that basically anything that wasn't made of stone and anything that's again higher than a story is just flattened. The streets are full of debris and wood and trash and dead animals. And you see in the distance to the south of the city, there are large trenches being dug. Are they at war? Yeah, why are they? Nope. Mass graves. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when you get into the actual uh, harbor itself. You do see people, of course, moving around and cleaning things up. Uh, everybody looks worse for wear. Everybody looks exhausted uh, even days later. And you watch people walk by just dragging like pallets of debris. You watch other people walk by carrying um, what are those things called that you carry people on? Stretchers? Stretchers, yeah. Some people with stretchers with still living people and some not. Uh, But they really pay you guys no mind whatsoever. Uh, Can I see if there's someone in charge, like, kind of directing people? Make a perception check. (laughs) Three. Three. This place is real fucked up. Uh, I'm gonna pull over like the first person that I see. Okay. Um, you managed to stop a. There's quite a few halflings here, so you managed to stop a young halfling man that has like mutton chops, um, just sweaty and really downtrodden, but he stops as you come up to him. He says, yes, how can I help you? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to um, 
uh, interrupt or anything. I just want to know how I could help. If, is there anybody in charge here giving out any instructions or things to do? I, I... Uh, he, he looks you up and down and like everybody else in your group, seeing that you're clearly not from here. He says, if you've got extra hands to help, yeah. And he motions toward what was probably once a warehouse, but is now just foundations really and it looks like uh, a bunch of tents have been set up inside where like they can be blocked from the wind by the remaining walls it says um the only person really left in charge is the admiral um she can probably tell you what we need wait what admiral yeah I will. I know what you're thinking. Hold it's on. It's not Clay's mom? <laughs> no, she's the Admiral oh. Vedric. Oh, okay. Um, I was about to be like, Clay's mom! Yay! But... No, no, no. Okay. Uh, I will I will mention this, because it's kind of a cultural thing across Harris. Um, most of Harris, uh, the governors of the city-states or villages or whatever, uh, most of the, the major ones, especially the ports... Uh, usually their governors are a combination of an admiral and somebody else chosen by the people. Um, just for example, in Midcord, the two leaders were Admiral... Um, I believe Admiral Sierra and then uh, the High Priestess of the Temple of Diana. Gotcha. Just FYI. They're, they're a typical figurehead in the Shattered Continent. Okay. But, uh, yeah, he, he points you over to the collapsed warehouse and says, anything that, even if you just spare, uh, help, that's more than we can ask for. Um, but, for um, here, we, we are all healthy people. We can, we can help out. Um, but uh, he he nods and kind of like gives you all like a, a, a not a formal bow but like a bow of the head and he continues about his way um, you do see that within this uh, collapsed warehouse other than the tents you do see that they've sort of been set up in a, a ring around a central uh, fire pit that's been dug out of the original warehouse floor and it looks like they've been feeding it with pieces of uh, debris um, there's a lot of people gathered in the area. Most of them look like just townspeople, but you do see uniformed individuals here and there across the entire town. Uh, they have clear, like, uh, dark, both navy as in military and navy colored uh, uniforms. Okay. Uh, I look back at Silas and I just kind of, like, motion him. I'm darling, I'm following you. All right. I'm going over. I'm talking to the Admiral. What's Kit doing? Um. Well. Do I see well. the goose? Make a perception check. Why are you so upset about this? Because you have no inclination to think that the goose is going to yeah. be there. I mean, Every I could... time we hit land, you can't be like, goose! Well, I, I mean, mean, you could. Right now, I have, like, a, a thing... A thing going on, but sorry, I just saw the chat. Uh, I have a thing going on with the goose where I check them like every time. Oh, natural one. Don't you see do a goose. see a goose? 
It's not the goose. I mean, it's a white goose with an orange beak. <sighs> Seems to be just goosing around. Hmm. Hmm. Seems to be goosing around. I'm gonna go talk to the admiral for now. Okay. That's what I'm gonna do to you from now on. Whenever you ask without a reason, I'm just always like, see, you a see a goose. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you guys make your way over to the ring of tents, and a number of the townspeople look up, seeing you guys kind of like able to tell you're not from here just by the sheer fact that you don't look exhausted and filthy. Um, but uh, stepping in, some of the uh, navy. Uh, some of the Navy soldiers see you guys sort of, like, take in your appearances, like, looking you up and down. Um, they seem to be on high alert, but uh, they don't they don't bother you. Uh, the main tent that is very clearly uh, marked as sort of like a, a meeting tent, uh, the front flaps are open, and you see inside a salvaged and slightly torn up table has been placed in the center along with a bunch of mismatched chairs. Um, and sitting at the back of this round table is a very, very tall, like, unabnormally tall uh, drow woman in a navy uniform with epaulets uh, that looks like she got a little torn up herself, but she's still in good condition. She has long silver hair that's all sort of pushed to one side. Um, she has the, uh, the fade, like, shaved into one side. But, uh, she's just sort of sitting there very, very proper as she watches in front of her. There's a map of the island, and a number of people around her are, like, pointing things out and marking things. Um, she looks tired. She looks very tired. I can't imagine why. No. Uh, I walk up to her, and I stick my hand out. Excuse me, Marin Veneer, uh, we just came into port, and uh, I just wanted to know how we could help. So you've walked up, like, with your hand outstretched? Yep. Um, she stares at you for a moment, looks at your hand, slowly reaches out to shake it. It says, uh, good morning. I, um, what in the world are you all doing here? Uh, well... We seem to have gotten caught in the same hurricane that uh, seems to have ravaged your town. We were meeting um, some friends here, uh, so just thought we should help out if we can. Well, that's unexpectedly kind. Um, pardon my... Uh, caution. We've already had dealings with pirates trying to uh, come see what they could salvage. Um, but she stands up from her from her seat and uh, properly introduces herself, standing straight and bowing. Uh, she says, I am Admiral Risa, and um, unfortunately this town is now entirely my responsibility. Well, if we could ease the burden a little bit? Well, that would depend on what you have to offer. Um, the most important things at this time are shelter, food, and water. Oh, I um, can do water. 
You you know where there's a supply? I have a supply as much as you want. Oh yeah, that's right. We have a we have a bucket. We have a bucket. A bucket. We have a bucket. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gather it's your a barrels. Fancy bucket. It's a pretty fancy bucket. Yeah. This is an enchanted bucket. It's a fancy bucket. Possibly. I'm going to assume this is just some strange foreign thing. And she turns to one of her officers and tells him, go gather people up, get as many barrels as you can find. And he takes off. Um, and she turns back. Oh, What? I say, do you also have um, maybe like a crop field garden that is still not completely dead? Uh, yes. Um, if you go to the west side of the city, the farmland is out that way. Alright. Uh, like, that uh, food that people can eat, not just, like, animal food. I, I understand what you okay, mean, okay. yes. Yeah, I can help with that a little bit. Yes. Thankfully, much of the crop wasn't too badly damaged. The hurricane seemed to stop after it hit the city itself, but any extra would certainly be welcome. But, uh, uh, as far as me, I'm not... I can do a little magic, but nothing that's going to be useful, so I can help build. I can... Well, for now, we're just putting together what we can for lean-to shelters, something to keep the rain off. Thankfully, it's not too late in the year, but... Um, And many of the foundations of the buildings have survived, but, uh... Yes, uh... She turns and points to one of the people at the table with her. All these other people who are just sort of looking on, like, kind of confused about these newcomers and definitely not used to charity. Um, but she points to one guy who has a yellow band on his arm. She says, if you go to any one of the, uh task force leaders. They have these bands on their arms. They can tell you what to do, give you things to carry. Whatever you like. Um, But yes. uh, We will, of course, we don't have much to offer in return, but we'll keep you fed and we'll give you some place to stay if you need it. I mean, we're helping because it's right. So. Many people do not have that outlook, but I appreciate it. Uh, I'm just gonna walk right over to one of the task force people and be like, okay. use me. Okay. Tell, um, me, <laughs> tell me what I need to do. Excuse me, yeah. hall monitor. Yeah. Uh, Where am I, going? I need to Clay, use the drinking fountain. <laughs> Clay and Mia both follow you um, to help out. Um, let's see. Bull definitely would too. I mean, he's a big, strong boy. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Silas uh, stays in the tent talking to uh, the people there, kind of like figuring out what they need and figuring Ooh. out how he can help. So, uh, DM, yeah. uh, just as kind of a retcon thing, yes. are we letting everybody in the whole world know that Silas is like the Silas? Or Probably. are we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, His name is Mark. 
<laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, maybe we should decide on, like, a code name or something, or, like, an alias that he's Oh, I already about. had. Oh, uh, you did? Yeah. Oh. He's been introducing himself as Silas Veneer. Oh, how sweet. I mean, you know. he's told you before that- <laughs> I, I've mentioned this to you before, that he will either take your name, or if you guys want to be Phalons, he will also do yeah. that. Okay. So yeah, he's Silas oh, Veneer cute. right now. Okay. Cool. Uh <laughs> um but yeah, his his skill is more definitely more in organization um and sort of allocation of resources. So he talks to the admiral kind of figuring out if she needs any help with anything, uh offering his expertise before he actually goes and joins with uh helping people and actually learning how to do manual labor cuz he's Yeah, I was about to say I don't yeah. think he knows how to do that. It's not that he can't, he just hasn't. Um, but, uh, Kit, what's Kit doing? So, uh, Kit is going to use the bucket to fill up a bunch of barrels whenever they get them there. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I also want to pull Clay aside for a second. Okay. Yeah, he he's kind of helping move some stuff away from this uh, central warehouse like base, and you managed to catch him. I should also mention that your crew of the uh, Queen of the Cradle, uh, they're also joining in um, to try to help out. So you guys have a bunch of people who are very used to physical labor joining in to help, and that's definitely helping it all along. So Clay. Yeah. Uh, I need you to couple send a couple messages again. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, I need you to send one to Kenna McAmbro one more time. Oh boy. And just ask her when she's going to be here. So I can be ready. Mm-hmm. And if you could do that, I would appreciate it. I, I can. And I also and, uh, tell her I have an idea. I have someone she needs to meet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks for thanks for the detail. And yeah. he he draws the the runes into the air and sort of puts uh, the circles into the air and puts the runes into it. Uh, and you see him mouth your message, and you see him like cringe, waiting for her to yell. And then he's like, "Oh, okay." Um, she says someone will be here tomorrow, but it won't be her. That sounds sus. Uh, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. She said it was somebody she trusted, but she couldn't be here. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, can you also send a message to the goose? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, really? Yes, it's capital Mister the Goose, I believe. Mr. the Goose. Okay. Um, he, yeah, I've messaged him before. You have? Yeah, you asked him to message him before, didn't you? I don't think so. Um, I swear you did last session. Doesn't matter. No, um, not last session. Not last but session, yeah, definitely. You you describe the goose, and he's like, "That's that's just a, it's just." Yeah, a goose. but this goose killed a man with a knife. I will do my best. Thank you. You probably won't be able to understand, but uh, I tell him that I can now speak his language, and he needs to come to Arden because I have something very important to speak to him about. Is a goose going to know what Arden is? Yeah. Just tell him to find me. 
Find the guy who gave him egg rolls. I feel like a goose would understand that better, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see if Clay can figure out how to message the goose. Can I give him assistance? <laughs> no, you okay. already did by okay. giving him All the right. description. Um, that's pretty my horse. Uh, Alright. Um, he draws the circles in the air, adds the runes in, speaks his message, and he waits for a moment. And then his brows furrow. He's like, who disturbs my slumber? <laughs> that's that's weird. That's weird, man. Let <laughs> the goose talk back to you. I mean, y- yes, but not in like a language. It was a series of weird chitters and like honks. But you understand him because it's a sending spell. Does he? Yes. Hold on. Yeah, that's what happened with Jester and yeah, the dragon, and the dragon turtle. turtle. Where she basically got back like. A feeling yeah. of what Images he was trying to convey. Of yeah. dragon turtle. Spell enables creatures with an intelligence score of at least one to understand the meaning can answer in a like manner. Okay. Um, fuck. God, sending is OP. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's like, uh, he said he's busy, but he will find you soon. This is important. It's really important. Busy doing what? Just yeah, busy doing what? Things. Eldritch goose things. Yeah, <laughs> being a demigod. Demi goose. Uh, Demi goose. Okay. Well, thank you for your help. I'm gonna go farm for a couple of minutes. Okay. Have fun with that. Yeah, you too. I'm sure physical labor is like right up your alley. So uh, well, I mean, I used to help run ships to... with my mom. Yeah, so I know. It's not that bad. And Are he, you getting like, your land legs? Feeling okay? I've... Shut up! And he just picks up a big piece of wood on his shoulder. And yeah, I bet you like heft and heavy wood. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do indeed, kid. <clears throat> uh, so I need to go to the. Farm, the field. Yeah. Oh, um, quickly, mm-hmm. Kit, did you inform anybody else besides Clay that we're dropping this the staff off at with Kenna? Yeah, I told you guys. Oh okay. no, did I? No. Yeah. Well, you didn't in game. I didn't know if you wanted to make that choice. Hmm. No, I haven't yet. Okay. I don't know if Clay has told you, but I haven't. Okay. Just wondering. Mm-hmm. Taylor, so I'm going to the crops. Oh, sorry. So Taylor, I don't know. Do you have your ring light on? Because you're... Yeah, I was about to say you're uh, <laughs> not very well lit on one side there. There we go. Okay. I just didn't know if you turned it on or not. <laughs> Continue. Give myself some color. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, because the, it's starting to get dark outside. Um, <clears throat> but as soon as I switch to a screen that has a lot of white, it'll blow yeah, me out. Yeah. So we're just going to try to stay on Facebook dark. Anyway. Uh, yes, Kit. I'm going to the fields. Indeed. To the farm. To the crops. To sow my seeds. No. 
Not in that way. No. Okay, do you use magic to help with this, or are you just straight up just farming? Yeah, for like 30 seconds. I'm like, oh, man, what a, what a long day. Um, no, I am actually, I want to find an area that there's like, I don't know what kind of food they grow here. Uh, in Arden, they would be able... They're starting to get toward the warmer part of uh, Paris, so in this area, yeah, this is like just outside the subtropic area, so they'd be able to grow pretty much anything you could grow in middle America. Okay, so do they have plants that are like maybe on their way to being ready, or Uh, This time of year, yes. Uh, They have a ton of stuff that is that would have been just about ready to harvest. Okay, but probably a lot of it's been destroyed. A good chunk of it has, yeah. So uh, a lot of the like root stuff, like potatoes, are okay, but the above ground or taller stuff is uh, real fucked up. Gotcha. Like the corn. Ah, uh-huh. uh, I am going to see if I can repair it. How so? I'm going to walk into the center of the field. Um, so there's at least like a hundred feet on all side of me or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to cast, I'm going to dig my fingers into the dirt and I'm going to cast plant growth. Yay. That's the thing Keyleth did. And I'm going to see if I can get it to go better or to like come back and have enough food for them to eat or whatever. Okay. Let me check out. It says if I cast the spell over eight hours, you enrich the land and all plants in a half mile radius become enriched for one year. Oh, yeah, it's a damn good spell. But yeah, I mean, it's a long term spell, but it's a good spell. Mm -hmm. All right. So, yeah, you will spend a full. How long do you spend to? Well, so the spell, this this is the part I don't understand about the spell. It says uh-huh. if you cast it over eight hours. So, yes. like, I, um, it's instantaneous, and the casting time says special. Yes. Uh, so there's, there's two versions of plant growth. Okay. There's the one where you spend one action to help all the plants currently there, mm-hmm. and, like, they grow super fast and they're done. Okay. But the eight-hour version is where you actually enrich the soil itself, mm-hmm. and that lasts for a year, causing faster crop growth, okay. better crop growth, um, just gotcha. over a long period. Uh, the action is just instant whatever's here grows. Okay. So if I do the eight-hour one, will it bring some of that stuff like ready to go immediately? Um, it probably won't help some of the stuff that's like really fucked up right mm-hmm. away, but it probably would be repaired and ready enough before frost. Gotcha. Um, so this would affect the soil within a half mile. You'd be able to get, uh, you'd be able to get like a major part of one of the, uh, one of the sort of sections that you can pick what sort of plant you go for. Uh, all the like close to the ground, like melons, squash, potatoes, uh, root vegetables, those are all fine. Okay. Uh, the stuff that took the most damage would be the uh, taller grains, like corn, wheat, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, or uh, they do have orchards as well, uh, okay. apple and cherry orchards. 
that eh, they're not doing great. So you can pick, so, like, do you want to do grains or orchards to help it out? Would it be possible to... You know what? Orchards make more sense. So that's more long-term, so I'll choose the orchards for this one. Okay. So you can probably get most of most of one of the one of the big orchards um with uh with an eight hour spell yeah it's gonna take a while so, so yeah. i guess i'm just um, gonna sit in the dirt for eight hours the way i treat eight hour spells is that you do have to be casting them constantly but you can like take a break in the middle and like mm-hmm. Because casting for eight hours is kind of ridiculous. Um, yeah. You have to be focused on it, but you can stop and, like, have a break and eat and that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, but, yeah. So, you plop yourself down in the middle of uh, one of the apple orchards and uh, just start a cast in with this new power that you only recently got. And... Part of, I I should go into this for Kit, Um, part of the reason that druids, not only as a class, but as, like, the people, are so highly revered by uh, Elusir culture, Monomar, Dolmaric, is because of this very type of ability. The ability to keep things growing, even through horrible natural disasters, uh, the ability to uh, fix things when the outside world destroys them. Um, Among your people, some of your most highly revered druids are people who have done things like save entire forests that were clear-cut by uh, Skull, or even uh, clean up water that's been destroyed by the Skull. Um, so as you tap into this ability, you are beginning to get a better understanding of what it is exactly they do because it's fucking hard. (laughs) It is incredibly draining, um, but it also gives you this connection to the land that you otherwise have never had. Um, your connection has always been with a specific type of animal, never the land itself, um, but now, as you are a Circle of the Land Druid, um, you you can almost feel the root systems underneath you. And even with like farm crops and these orchard trees, you get a sense that every single one has a personality. Every single one has a life. Has a spirit. Has a life. Has a spirit. Has, has a, a name. name. I was just about yeah. to. I was just about to say that. But yeah, kind of. Uh, you also notice that a lot of it is like hive mind style, where like grass. Like grass. And, yeah, I thought that was actually a good thing to mention. Like grass is sort of a hive mind. Um, mushrooms have this network that's like insanely huge. Uh, a number of the trees that are close together are all like they almost have like sibling uh, sibling energies about them mm-hmm. and uh, you can even tell who who is who and who is how old and um, it's a singular very different experience from what you knew before it doesn't have that freedom that comes with a connection to a beast but it does have like this sort of 
I think the best phrase for it would be ancient wisdom to it. Like everything here, maybe not the plants themselves, but everything else here is so much older than you and knows so much more than you. But it's just kind of neat. <laughs> so you spend eight hours doing that. Um, cool. People do bring you lunch, realizing what you're up to. Um, druids are fairly highly revered across Harris as well. Um, so people know what you're up to and they bring you stuff. Um, in town, uh, the crew of the Queen of the Cradle and the others, you guys all managed to make a make a pretty good go of cleaning up around the uh, sort of central uh, camp area and building some not great but serviceable like little little shacks and lean-tos out of the uh, debris. A uh, lot of people whose houses just collapsed are like cleaning out the insides and starting to set up uh, canopies and whatnot inside the foundations. Uh, it's very windy here, so people are using whatever's still standing as uh, wind breaks. Uh, but as evening approaches, Kit, you finish your spell probably, probably an hour or two after dark. Um, and as you open your eyes from a long meditation session, you have grass up above your head all around <laughs> you, and the trees look vibrant. <laughs> number of wildflowers Weird. growing around you and you also see that uh, in little places um, animals have come like seeing the uh, feeling this energy you see like rabbits around and you see a fox and everything is just alive and bright those bunnies look tasty they do <sighs> okay um, I'm gonna Make my way back to... Make my way back to town. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that, exactly. I knew you were going to do it, that's why I paused. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to make my way back to town and find Marin. I'm just swinging the hammer or something, I don't know. Sure. Um, I'm just swinging a hammer. I, I don't know... I don't know how to build things either. Well, swing so, a hammer is one part of it. That is definitely something that sometimes happens. I've been working on the railroad. On this lean to all the day. All the goddamn day. Hey, Kit, what's up? Hey, um, <laughs> so I hope the people here really like grass. Can I, I see from where I am, like, the big tall grass uh the tall grass is mostly within the orchard um but you do notice those trees are a lot taller than they were before yeah so they should have some apples too but for now they're just gonna yeah. have to live like cows uh because you there's know, a lot of grass well there's a lot of livestock to feed so it's a good thing there you go yeah, i don't think that's a bad thing so Did i good. would summon some more cattle for them but then they'd be fey creatures and then we'd have half fey yeah. cattle happening and that would be I don't know how well that's Nobody wants work. a half fey cow. Yeah. 
don't know. Maybe it tastes I don't know. good. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know how the Fae would feel about having their cows eaten. So yeah, well, they Fae probably. creatures when you kill them poof. They just poof. So, so what if it was a half Fae creature? Would it only half of it? That poof? exists in my world. They're called Fae-born. Hmm. Do they poof? Uh, no, because they were born They're in the material born. plane, not ah. uh, or they were born they in the Lauren, not in the material plane, not the Feywild. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So imagine a tree would grow out of them when they died. That would be cool. Um. So yeah, they. There's some stuff happening. Did we get the barrels filled up? Yep. Yeah, you did that. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> well, I think for the day, I we did what we could. So. Yeah, they're um actually, that those trees will be that way for at least the next year. Wow, you did more than enough. Then I don't know about that. Um, well, I I, ca- mean. I could try to resurrect some of the dead people, but they could turn into literally anything. What What do you mean by that? Um. Well. So I knew we were going to come across a bunch of dead people. Uh-huh. So I could reincarnate one of them. Um, okay. But it requires rare oils, and I don't know what an unguent is, but it requires some of that, too. I don't know. Uh, and it costs a thousand gold. Oh, God. Um, you know, if it's only one person, I don't know how worth it it is yeah um, that's what I was thinking yeah. so I think I'm just gonna skip that especially since they could literally become anything yeah so like they could they could come back as a cow well they'll come like back they... as a humanoid creature oh okay but will they be like born because it's like reincarnation so will they be like born or something um, or will they be like a fully grown thing they'll be a fully grown thing but they could be any race uh they'll still uh, know who they are right but that might be really weird if you're like yeah. you know i married a halfling and now i have a dragonborn for a husband you're like yeah. that's a little a little weird for me that might put a little bit of i mean death also puts a little bit of strain on the relationship that's um, true but it's also an opportunity you know adapt to your environment yeah, yeah. i i see that um why don't we hold off on that unless there's like somebody super important yeah that died and i mean it looks like the admirals kind of got everything handled but yeah that's what i'm feeling too when did you get reincarnate wait no that wouldn't have worked that wouldn't have worked sorry oh okay i was just thinking like oh my god you could have reincarnated sylphie but then i realized you weren't a druid until after she died and was dead Um, for a while and you have to touch a dead humanoid or a piece of a dead humanoid Ash counts as a um, piece of. It's too late now, though. No, is, Bull has Ash. Yes, but it's but, been more than ten days. Yeah, it has. Fuck. I didn't realize Ash was possible, or else I probably would have done it. 
It's okay. It well, for the story. sorry, Sylphie. Well, it's okay. But also, Sylphie would definitely have not come back as what she was. Yeah, Pro- Sylphie yeah, probably would have ended up like been. a half orc or something, and then that would have been weird. <laughs> um, but if we can, if we can get far enough, I can bring Sylphie back the way she is. So was, is was, shall well, be. Are you saying that in character? Or are you? No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that's a little too on the nose for right now. Yeah. Um, I just didn't know if I should react as Marin or not. No. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe I shouldn't bring anybody. Yeah, that's fine. So, yeah. uh, we should... What are we, what are we doing? Uh, well, I think we're turning it in for the night. Okay. Uh, I don't know. At that moment, uh, <laughs> uh, you guys hear... Hey, kid. And you see in the distance Quinn walking into town. No. Followed by a gigantic caravan. We haven't told Quinn yet. No, we haven't. No, you have not. Oh, no. (laughs) I love that I saw the joy and then the awful. And then it's like, oh, fuck, this is going to be awful. Yeah. You see Quinn with, uh, at this moment, long magenta hair. Uh, walking along, leaning on a uh, on a staff, followed by a number of the main sort of bulk of the inner Phalon family: Jace, uh, her husband John, and uh, a number a number of others. I'm assuming this is the the caravan. Yeah. I mean, they look like. I mean, you look at them, and it's kind of like, oh, it's a caravan. They 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 look like oh. a bunch of roaming circus performers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hi, Quinn. And he he walks up, and he just towers because he's a gigantic furball. Um, and uh, he puts a hand on your shoulder. He's like, "It's good to see you. Can is it okay if I hug you? If you must." <laughs> and he pulls you in for a hug. And, uh, uh, so this is Marin. And he he turns. He's like, that Marin. Yeah, that's uh, Sylphie's sister. Sylphie's that Marin, undead sister. Yeah. And he opens up his arms to you. Oh, uh, okay. If, don't, if it's just, okay, just with go you. with it. He hugs okay. everything that breathes. I'll, I'll hug him. Yeah, he, it's he a little awkward, you. but it. <laughs> It does seem awkward at first, but as Quinn actually hugs you, it's really comforting. No, <laughs> of course it is. Quinn. Yeah. But he hugs you like he's known you forever, um, and he pulls back. Oh no! And I need to. I need oh to no! Here it comes. This is awful. This is terrible. He uh, he looks back at Kit, and you see the smile go away just a little bit says uh, I feel like everybody's really awkward and I guess bad news well there's um there's one more missing hmm. and uh Unless you know a very powerful mage, um, they're gonna remain missing for a little while longer. That's, um. 
That's really too bad. Marin's doing the hand flexes, but that's all yeah. she's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you kind of see his shoulders drop a little bit. Says, "That's um, well, uh, we have we have new family now, and um, we'll uh." I I think I, I need a second, but um, it's still it's still good to see you and to have more family. Well, don't worry, there's more. What happened? No, I mean there's more. Like we're oh God, we're picking up people like flies. Oh well, I uh, I don't think she saw that about herself, but Sylphie kind of had that uh, that vibe about her. Marin turns around and leaves. And he watches her go and nods to himself and says, Well, um, we're gonna get camp set up. It looks like uh, these folks could use some help. We're doing so. what we can. Um, can we... Can we stay with you guys tonight? Yeah, absolutely. We've got room. And he turns and looks back at everybody who's standing there waiting, having heard most of this. Jace, in particular, looks... Conflicted is probably one of the better words for it, but just, like, she's not sure... She's just not sure of... She's in that kind of, um... Not processing... Uh, sort of moment and uh, he, he turns back to all of them and says alright find uh, find free space wherever you can we'll uh, we'll start helping out a little more in the morning and everybody sort of steps away uh, in the meantime Marin mm-hmm. uh, where do you go? Um, I guess I'm just going to Oh god, I don't know. <laughs> I walked away dramatically and now I don't know where I'm going. Uh, I guess I'd just go find Silas. Find Silas? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, he is, he's still near the uh, the sort of central ring. Um, he's outside at the moment uh, getting, getting a late dinner because he forgot to eat. He has a tendency to forget to eat. That's how he stays so thin. Naughty. Yeah. Um, as you approach, he's uh, he's finishing up his meal, and he looks up as you approach. Says, "Yes, darling." Hello. Hello. How's it going? Peachy. Is what's wrong? I just I don't know. I didn't want to. The caravan uh, arrived. Oh. Just didn't um, really feel like. Didn't really feel like revisiting stuff that happened weeks ago. So, uh, yeah, I'm here. Distract me. <laughs> All right. Well, come here. And he just sort of letting that go for the moment because he'll definitely talk to you about it later. Um, 
he pulls you in uh, next to him and just sort of loops an arm around you as he's sitting in front of the fire. He says, have you eaten? Uh, today, yes. Have you eaten within the past six hours? That's probably not a yes. Well, you're going to. And he gets up and goes and finds some of the uh, leftover food from dinner and uh, brings back a little, like, cast iron pot to put over the fire for it to warm up. Um, And sits back down next to you. Says, well, tell me about your day. Uh, now you're gonna make me go into detail on what I did? I don't know, you don't have to. I tell him what I did. Great. I built things. You hammered a lot of wood. Yep, just that's all I did was hammer. You're very good at that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to take that. Okay. It's just a joke. That's all it is. Uh, what did you do? Uh, talked to some very stubborn and scared people. Um, wrote a lot of things down. Yep. Sounds fun. Insurance claims. Insurance. <laughs> Insurance. We contacted, yeah. uh, we contacted Progressive and, uh, they're not going to pay for this. Ah, um, damn. But, hurricane, uh, hurricane coverage is <laughs> Not in this part of the world. Damn. Uh, yeah. I, as soon as I get the food, I'm just, like, devouring it. Cause just I'm like, any oh, distraction. So hungry, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah as, you're, as you're eating, he puts on, like, a second helping to warm up as well, just in case. Yeah. Um, but he, uh... Um, as you're eating and distracted, he gets out, like, you see him do this every so often. He has a journal that he writes in, and he gets out and jots some things down. Uh, while he's doing that, he says, So, this may not be quite the ideal setting for a wedding, but, um, up to you. Yeah, it's a lot more destroyed but it could also be very unique it's true and I'm sure all these people would like a little bit of a party that's that's what I was thinking something to raise spirits and a day off from worrying about this and that yeah Kit's taking care of a good portion of the food problem and water isn't a problem anymore so I mean I'm still good to go if you're good to go I'll tell you if something changes okay you mean you haven't changed your mind already after I don't know I stink right now like I'd probably I'd sweat so much today always time to I've been around you after you got out of burning buildings after sweating all day and you smelled like smoke and death. I don't care. (laughs) I'm just saying, the option is open. You can walk away at any time. (laughs) That seems... seems like a waste of time. 
they also, well, I don't know, Bull mentioned something about the caravan's probably going to want to do something for Sylvie, too. I don't know what they want to do. I imagine. But... Um, I know a bit of them. They've been around for more than 50 years. Um, they have their own little traditions and inner culture. I imagine they'll have something. But, um, I am imagine you don't want to go through that again. Uh... No. I mean, I'd be kind of the worst sister ever if I didn't go to her official funeral, but... But also no one would blame you. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. Alright. Eating. Just... Just shoveling. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you, you two hang out by the fire while uh, just sort of relaxing. Silas has this thing where when he knows you're stressed, he just kind of does everything for you, whether you like it or not. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what he's doing. Good deal. That's nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the meantime, kids, uh, as the caravan gets set up and sort of circle up their wagons in a in an open spot, um, it does appear that they came from a different landing point. So they did bring like all their wagons rather than arriving on a ship. Um, they uh, they get everything circled up and set out uh, sleeping spots for everybody, including you guys, should you choose to join them. And uh, you see Quinn, Jace, and their sort of inner circle all gather up around one of the bonfires and start to have a little conversation about what they're going to do. Um, everyone else is... Uh, it is getting late, but everyone else is sort of setting up their own spots or giving a little bit of entertainment to the local people, sharing out uh, supplies that are more luxuries, like candy for kids, uh, alcohol for adults, or whatever they like. Uh, but yeah, just Yes, just that is my next, my next uh, children's book that I'm writing. It's called Candy, candy for, kids. for Kids, Alcohol for Adults. <laughs> Oh, I accidentally did some alliteration there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. God, I'm good without even <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but yeah, they they get all that together. And of course, you are welcome to join at any of the fires or partake or whatever. But um, things grow quiet for the night. I actually would like to pull Quinn. Actually, I'd like to find Quinn. Okay. He's by the fire. Okay. I walk up to him and I'm like, um, Quinn, I need to borrow you for a minute. Okay. Uh, bring I mean, your bring your walking stick if you need it. I mean, I I don't need it, but it's it's nice. I don't know. You're it's like seven thousand years old, so I don't know. <laughs> um, last I checked, I'm only like fifty five. That's that's a lot. Um. Yeah, good. Get your stick. Could be a long one. I, I've got my stick. Okay. Well, let's let's. Can you? 
one I'm foot in front of the other. You just start oh, walking. Okay. All right. I start walking. Okay. He follows. <laughs> uh, I'm going to walk until we like get away from the caravan and away from the people. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll walk him through the orchard or something. Through all the grass. Through the tall velociraptor grass. Um, be like, so. So. This is all my fault. Mm, what do you mean? I, um. Uh, what is that? Sorry, it felt like something was crawling on me. Um, I. may have accidentally summoned that hurricane. Are you going to explain? Um, have you heard of, you know, the Heidelin cult? Yep. Do you know about the staves that they're looking for? Yep. I've got one. That's not good. Nope. Nope. You probably shouldn't have that kid. I'm working on that. Um, I uh, have summoned the goddess to come get it. Which one? Um, Kenna. McKenna. Oh. Okay. McCurdy. Whatever her name is. I can't remember. Um, So. uh, She's. uh, Yeah, she's probably a good choice. Yeah, she's kind of a bitch, but yeah. Um, she gets things done. That, well, good for her. Um, so, <laughs> I, uh, gonna try to give it to her. I was also thinking about maybe giving it to this eldritch goose who killed a man goose. with a knife. You mean that goose you guys talked to back in midcourt? Yeah. That's weird. Well, to be fair, he doesn't seem to have taken sides. Um, but that might not be a good thing either. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, so I um I don't know why I'm telling you any of this, but I don't know, well, you seem like you get we, it. We do have a couple people who are actually kind of experienced with this kind of thing. Oh boy. They uh about 25, almost 26 years back now, uh, Jace and uh, some of her old friends actually had some dealings with uh, that uh, one of those crystals, the fire one. Ah. So, Jace and Dee can maybe help. Well, um... We found out that the last one that was destroyed killed everybody who was near it, so probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Although, to be fair, the majority of the people on this island are now dead, so... Well... Less damage. Also, to be fair, all those people that died are alive again, so... What? Yeah, there were some of ours. Um, They're alive again? Yeah. Uh, it was Anna, B, uh, Fen. Are we talking about the hurricane? Jude. No, no, the uh, the water crystal. Ah, okay. You lost me there. We kind of wandered out no, into left uh, field. I'm talking about 
one of the crystals, not mm. the hurricane. I don't know anybody here. Okay. Um, does anybody? I don't in the... think I do. Yeah. Does anybody in the caravan know how to resurrect people? In what capacity? Permanently. <laughs> well, it depends. How much? Uh, how many materials do you have, and how long have they been dead? Uh, like two weeks. And I'm talking about Sylphie. Yeah, I've got like four thousand gold. I don't think we have anybody that can fix that. It's a lot. I could have brought her back to life. But I didn't know I could. Well, that's not your fault. I guess. Um, I... Do you remember Sylphie was part of the Taldanas thing? Yeah. Uh, well, apparently, and I like hold up the ring, like apparently, so am I now. There's a lot of you. There wasn't. I'm apparently her replacement. Which also means that I'm no longer a cleric anymore. Can't imagine your former patrons very happy about that. Oh, I don't know. To be fair, I've never spoken to him, her, them. So. Savros, he's man. Okay. He him. gay man. Oh, okay, him. <laughs> Super yes. him. Um, yeah, so, but... Do you see all this grass and, like, all these super nice trees? Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah, I did that. Good job. Thanks. Never grown grass in my life. Um, yeah. So, uh, I feel like this is a good thing. I mean, yeah, generally speaking, more nature is always good. That's not what I meant. But, yeah. I'm feeling very oxygenated out here. Um... So, uh, anyway, yeah, I don't feel know why I needed to update you on all this, but there you go. You now know the story and that I have in my possession one of the most dangerous weapons in the world. Well, it's always good to keep what I hope you consider responsible people updated. Uh, caravans dealt with this kind of stuff before, so if you need help... Your family. We're here to help you. Thank you. Uh, feeling a little iffy about that F word still. But, uh, yeah. Well, it's just the truth. Excellent. Um, so, I have somebody coming to get this thing away from me. That might be a good thing. Maybe. Um,. Is it Kenna? She's not coming herself. She said she's sending somebody. Well, I mean, if she's sending somebody, she probably trusts them. That's true, but how am I supposed to know if I trust them? Just have to see how you feel. Because mm. I uh, definitely trusted myself to 
dominate the crystal into listening to me. And that, that didn't go well, very well. Sometimes we have to learn the hard way what our limitations are. It's not your fault. Just do better next time, now that you know. Hmm. Cool. Do you want to pick another knife? Put in there? <laughs> I'm not trying to hurt you, kid. I'm just trying to be realistic. Ah, that seems weird for you. Um, Why am I not realistic? There's a positive. Uh, uh, I prefer to think um, hopeful. So, um, I'm going to, do you want to, are you getting tired? Do we need to go back to the caravan? <laughs> Not that old kid. Okay. Well, I'm, and then he stops. He's like, actually, no, I'm, I'm 60. I lost a couple years in there. Do you have dementia? <laughs> no, no, just, uh don't really care about birthdays. Hmm. Yes. So, we should go back. Um, when... What are we going to do for Sylvie? Uh, well, we were talking about it, and um, our tradition, uh, we, of course, want to run it by Sylvie's family first uh, if Marin's okay with it uh, we have a, a pyre and uh, we have a tradition of giving these uh, silver rings to the people that the deceased were close with, closest with mm. as, a, as a memory okay um, maybe warn Marin about that yeah, of course. We wouldn't do it without without her, okay? Okay. Uh, yeah. If, if it's not something that she wants to be done, then we'll all just do our own thing. Okay. Alright. Good enough, I guess. And he hugs you. <laughs> He's yeah. like, I don't care how much you think you hate it. Everybody needs hugs. But you need a cane, so we should get you back. <laughs> and he drops the staff and looks at you. <laughs> can you pick that up? Is your back okay to pick that up again? I can. I believe you. I want to believe you. But I'm going to need to see you And he reaches out it. a hand and the staff flies into his hand and he turns and walks away. That is cheating. That's cheating. <laughs> it's not cheating if you worked for 50 years to be able to do it. And he just keeps walking. From behind him, I'm going to take out a piece of blue. I'm going to pick a piece of grass, actually. And I'm going to cast, make it pink on his hair. Okay. And turn it like grass color. He stops. <laughs> kind of looks up as like a little bit of hair trails in his face. Kind of goes to get it out of his face. He's like, okay. And he keeps going. 
I knew he wouldn't care. <laughs> uh, okay. It's he'd nice probably color. be he'd probably be more concerned if I changed it like a normal color. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, he 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 walks along and you see you hear him kind of muttering to himself. He's like, I actually like this color. This is nice. And he just <laughs> keeps walking. Uh, good camouflage. Good camouflage. Yeah, for sure. Because he's like fucking twelve feet tall. Um, <laughs> he's seven feet tall. So, uh, I'd, as we're going back to, I'm gonna like run up beside him and be like, also now I can talk to a fish, and I can like summon water and breathe underwater. And I was a giant octopus for a while, and there was also like this really weird white eel down in green hall is like the weirdest thing anyway i just he just has this little smile on his face like a parent listening to a toddler tell them about their day mm-hmm. just just a little smile on his face yeah and i just like randomly talk about shit as we go back he listens to every word oh stellar <laughs> Kit hasn't had a dad for like a decade. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, when you guys get back, most of the camp is turned in for the night. Um, uh, you're staying with the caravan. So, uh, Marin and Silas, where you guys stay? I imagine, like, I heard that Kit was staying there. So. Oh yeah, we'd, the we'd... the invitation has been extended to you. Yeah. Guys. So I'll I'll say we we go back up there eventually. Okay. Um, as it is getting a little colder this time of year, everybody does have like inside like cart uh, spots. Uh, most, well, not everybody, because uh, it would be a little weird. Um, you, you guys, as like returning family slash guests, would get spots inside of uh, wagons, like private and to yourself. Um, most of these sort of like young adults and older kids actually sleep outside in tents. Um, but they seem to like it better that way anyway. It's fun. It's like a little sleepover and you tell scary stories. Except they do it every night. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so many scary stories. So many scary stories. And then there was a bear. And then um, there was a goose. <laughs> and then all their old noses grew back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you guys spend a peaceful night with the Phelan caravan. Um, while it is probably different for, especially Marin, um, being just surrounded by people and sort of this, like, everything... Everything is used for multiple purposes. So, like in the mornings, the beds are all like rolled up and either turn, either like packed away or turned into like some other kind of furniture, like uh, rolled into stacks for like spots to sit and so on and so forth. Um, but it's it's a very like there's a definite like family feel about the whole thing Mm -hmm. and the moment like quinn introduces uh the new members of your party to everybody it's as if you've been with them the whole time yeah they're they're very they're very sweet Um, i i still think marin is very wary like doesn't want to like get in too long of conversations with anybody yeah (laughs) just kind of like oh yeah 
Yeah. Well, good luck. Good luck telling. Uh, good luck telling John that you don't want to talk because he'll talk your ear <laughs> off. But um, he's uh, he's a big old Goliath. He's Jace's husband. Mm. But anyway, uh, in the morning when you guys get up and sort of pack all your bed stuff away, um, big old like community. Uh, cauldrons are set up over the fires and everybody grabs breakfast in whatever utensils and bowls you all have. Everything's just a just a mix match. And uh, you all sit around and have breakfast. I'm um, gonna sit by Kit if I could. Uh-huh. Uh, and can I... Where's Silas? Is he around? He's usually near you. Uh, okay. Um, I'm sorry about that noise in the background. Oh, I don't hear it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to turn to him and be like, um, I actually, there's, I had earrings. Uh, I don't know where they went. Can you go check and see where they You're might be? I, Silas? Yeah, Silas. He looks at you. He's like, are they in your bag? I... I don't know. I checked and I didn't see them, so I don't know if I maybe left them in the the cart that we were sleeping in or something. I don't know. They might have fallen out. I don't know. Make a deception check. Yeah. Uh, I'm really bad at deception. Well, I'm not. Oh my god. Six. He looks at you. He's like, "Do you want me to leave for a while?" Yeah, sure. Okay. We'll... And he gets up and walks away. Good morning. Smooth. <laughs> hello. Well, now that that was smooth as hell, uh... <laughs> Go away, fiancé. <laughs> How was your walk with Quinn last night? I saw you come back with him a little later. Slow. I think I really feel like Quinn's getting on in years. It's... He seems pretty middle-aged to me, but <laughs> we'll see. Okay. I don't think there's a good outlook. Sophie <laughs> <laughs> did tell me you had a thing about just anyone older than you was like in the grave already. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Ooh, Marin's younger than I him, am younger than him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> technically. Technically, just because you got a new body. Well, no, she did not. Technically, it's the my original old body. One. Yeah. Oh. Um, it used to be really rotted and gross. Um. All right. So while he's not here, which, God, uh, you so you were a cleric. Mm. So you know something, and you're tell Donos. Thank you. So, <laughs> yeah, um, and you're tell Donos' new helper or something. So you must know something about the Geary. Sure. Okay. Culturally, yes. Okay. Uh, what do you know about Dilthair? Uh, that's the Taldonos' that, like, brother. Yeah, Taldonos' brother. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you know anything more about him. Make a religion check, Kit. 
uh, religion is intelligence, right? I don't know. Yeah. Look at your sheet. Uh, I... <laughs> Listen, you're being sassy with me about Quinn. Yeah, but that's because it's Quinn, not because it's you. Uh, uh-huh, 13. Sure. Um... You do. You don't know a ton about the Geary. Um, you know basic information. Dulthair is the essentially a phantom titan. Now he's technically dead, but he's still he's still moving around. He's a spirit instead of an actual body. Now uh, he's known as the Dawn Wraith, and uh, he is the Titan of Night. Ditto. The Dawn Deep Trench is Ooh. named after him. <gasps> Ditto. Um, draws Donna. Okay, that's the one that you saw in the fun little dream, right? That you had? Me? Yes. The trench or the tight? The trench. Oh, trench, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Sorry. Okay, um, I mean, I guess... Is there any reason? All right, I'm just gonna I'm gonna like talk real low so no one hears. Um, he told me that's who his patron was. He was really hesitant about it. Silas. Yeah. Okay. Should that cause me worry at all? I, DM? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Uh, yes and no. Okay. Um, Dulthair being essentially a dead god, um, still capable of doing things, but not nearly as powerful as he was. Um, his body was given to the Astral Sea, which is where most dead gods' bodies go. Um, he... There, there are two things that are concerning. One is that while Dulthair is generally considered a good entity, he's also very scary. <laughs> and <laughs> that's just that's just really from like scary. that's just from like fairy tales when you were a kid cuz the thing about Dulthair is he is the dawn race, he heralds the dawn. Um but the things that happen before he comes are what's scary mm. cuz the darkest time of night uh, that phrase it is always darkest before the dawn is kind of true. And so things that come before Dulthair are the things to be terrified of. Gotcha. Um, so there's a lot of scary stories that end with, and then Dulthair appeared on the horizon and all was well. Um, That's but, enlightening. Uh, okay. What? That sounds hopeful. It is. He's, he's a very hopeful entity. But also things should not be able to come back from the Astral Sea. Mm. Because it's on the other side of the Divine Gate. Okay. Gods can't pass through the divine gate. Yeah. No, I know. Very much like Matt Mercer's version of it. So um, he is like soups powerful. Or he found a way through. Yeah. Hmm. Um, also, generally speaking, while warlocks are not. There, there's. They have a similar stigma about them as, like, witches do in the real world, where people are like, you never really know, like, what they're up to or what this deal with a patron is actually about. That's one of the scary things, is, like, what is their deal with this patron? What are they giving and what are they getting back? 
Um, but uh, in some places, warlocks are actually hunted like witches, which is part of why Silas keeps it quiet. So. <laughs> Ditto okay. that. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's like could be concerning. Yeah. I'm trying to be like really cool and accepting about it, you know, like mm -hmm. trying to be like, oh, I still love you and, and all that shit, but I, I do. Like, okay. I don't see him any differently, but like, I also do wonder, like, I don't know. I don't know anything about this god, so <laughs> what am I supposed ow. Um, what am I supposed to think? <laughs> Marin accidentally like hits Ow. one of the rocks next to the fire. Uh, <laughs> Ow. Uh, I, I just I just want to know if he's going to like get sucked into some either evil shit or his soul get dragged into hell or something. I don't know. I don't know anything about these people. So huh. I mean, to be fair, I don't think any of us really know anything about the gods, uh, yeah. but I would say it just, it doesn't seem to be hurting us at now. this point, um, but I, I don't, he's already <sighs> made a pact. I don't think there's any way to really break that. I mean, probably not a way that is good. I don't think it's just like, oh, peace out. Yeah. I mean, I. the only way I know how to break one is what I did. Like, you end up with another god. Yeah. And then who knows what the repercussions of that is going to be. Uh, mm -hmm. this, is why, this is why I don't deal with gods. This is why... I it they they just want things out of you, you know. And yes. It's just if they were so powerful, why would they need to use us, right? Divine gate. Yeah, I know. Well, uh I do enjoy the cool powers that come with it. That's pretty Okay, neat. yeah, but like at what cost, you know? My whole life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Forgive me if that doesn't sound like not enticing to me. That's fine. But I mean, sorry. I I guess you chose to do that, right? Uh I she mean, didn't, like, make you. Well, I didn't really know what was going on. Okay. Um. See, that's shady. That no, it's a bit. It's a bit shady. She also can't speak my language, so we That's can't really talk. Another problem. Um, but to be fair, the last god, I chose him because that's like a tradition in our tribe is to choose one. And I had to pick one, so I picked one. Ah. Um, yeah. It yeah, just... Religion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, it just doesn't... It was like one of those things you show up and there's like a bunch of crackers and stuff and they're like, now you have to choose, like accept it into your heart. And they're so, like, okay. 
All right, I thought you meant white people, but... <laughs> I, I hope mean... not. <laughs> I, I don't know. Have you ever been to a youth group? Yeah. I have. Yes, yes. I have. That There's is, a lot of crackers. That is exactly what I'm talking about, actually. Fucking saltine yeah. crackers. They had, like, fruit juice and these really bad crackers. Then they were like, you have to accept them into your heart. And so I picked one. Yeah, that's the... not at all how it happened, <laughs> but okay. Mm-hmm. See, that just doesn't appeal to me. Yeah. Well... I mean... I don't know. I'll, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. I'm... Because everybody in my life apparently is just on the god train, but accidentally. Yeah, I'm better with guns and music, and that's all I need. Is there a god of guns? <laughs> I don't know. Is there? Well, no, but there is. Not yet. Uh, there is a god of invention and uh, that sort of stuff. It's actually Sabros's husband, Rallus. He's the, also known as the god of merchants. Have you heard of Rallus? You might actually like him. I, you know, I'm good, but I can get you offer. a pamphlet. Okay. And then there's also Erathus, <laughs> who is the not uh, homebrew goddess of civilization and advancement. Mm-hmm. She's the wild mother's lady. Oh, ah. okay. I I think I'm good on gods for now. Hmm. If I really want to be radicalized, then I will hit you up. Ah. Okay. Well, so why are we actually talking? Is it because of that? Or I like... mean, it was mostly because of that. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. Ah. Oh, shit. I didn't tell you this. Um... So Silas and I are going to get married. Um, oh. I mean, you knew that, but we're doing mm-hmm. it in like two days or something like that. Ah. I don't think we've decided on like an official okay. time. We haven't really decided on anything. Uh, yeah, I mean, nothing says romance like a like a wasteland. Well, I didn't think it would be this bad, but... Did you see the hurricane? Okay, yeah, but like I thought... I don't know what I thought. It was a spur of the moment thing. Mm. I had just, we almost died. And I was like, let's get married. But I mean. So not to turn you off from being married. Cause you know, <laughs> like that's cool. Okay. You know, you're not on the God train. I'm not really on the marriage train. It's fine. Um, fine. But there's a lot of things happening in your life right now. And <laughs> You're doing a lot of grasping for control. You cut your hair. Now you're going to suddenly get married on a whim to a man who may or may not have made a pact with a dead god who could kill us all. It wasn't on a whim. We were already engaged. It's not like we're... (laughs) What's the equivalent of Vegas in this world? (laughs) (laughs) Um... We're having, I think I have one. We're having uh, a, an Am Noblin wedding. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. It's not no. like we're having a secret ray of fear wedding or anything. Yeah. <laughs> it is not at all. That is uh, the opposite of Am Noblin, but alright. Um not having a having are a you, uh, shotgun wedding. Are you pregnant? No. Oh god. Okay. God. No. Just checking. I Jesus. wanted to make sure it's not like an Eldritch Blast wedding. 
shotguns do exist. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I don't have shotguns, but I have I have guns. Got a big ass sniper rifle and, yeah. a, and a pepper box. Pepper box wedding. Um, um, just making sure, because no. I know you're like, not to be insensitive, but you're kind of fresh still, so I don't know if your body could handle that kind of like stuff. Yeah, I'm not even thinking about that oh, right okay. now. Cool. Um, Oh, Jesus. Uh, I just... You know, you're one to talk about grasping for control, right? You let us out in the middle of the most dangerous ocean and decided to just pick up an artifact that contained part of a dead dude and create a hurricane. The hurricane was an accident. I know the hurricane was an don't appreciate your tone. Well, I don't appreciate your tone either suggesting that I want to marry my the love of my life just because what because I'm grieving or whatever that <laughs> I'm just eating my food <laughs> just like <laughs> I love D&D therapy um <laughs> Well, I also wanted to let you know that uh, Kenny McAmbro is sending someone to come get the crystal. I choke on my food. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. So we're we're having a god come visit us. She's sending a representative. Oh, okay. Won't Wait, be the god. Wait, so you're giving the crystal to her? Well, would you prefer I kept it? I mean, God no. Okay. I'm just... Who convinced you to do that? Convinced me? Yeah. Okay, first of all, I know we haven't known each other that long, but you think anybody can convince me to do anything? Fair point. But, also, five days ago, you were very much in the camp of, I'm going to become the ruler of... The world? The Gaithahide staff. Oh, yes, that. All shall bow down to me. Mm -hmm. Fuck you, Kyla Uravela. Oh, you're making it really hard to give it away. I know. If you did come to that conclusion by yourself, I am proud of you. Mm. I think that's um, a hard thing to give up. I may have gotten your brother yelled at, like, a lot. Uh, You know what? She's not very good at phone calls. Sometimes I think Clay deserves it. So. I, mean, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. He deserves it most of the what time. What has he done other than just be helpful? <laughs> Nothing. Um, he's just a little jerk. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, she's sending somebody. I also invited the goose. Okay. I thought maybe that might be a way out. Okay. I was actually wondering, because I know you haven't met the goose yet, but I, I have a sneaking suspicion that the goose could destroy it somehow with just, like, the f- flip of a webbed toe or something. So, uh, I think we determined last time that destroying one of them is a bad idea. I was hoping that the goose would take it somewhere else and destroy it, so that way maybe he died and not us. Still, the other ones, the other staves become more powerful. Yes. As 
you know, as they get destroyed, so... Mm. Is that still the best idea? I mean, it's kind of a catch-22. That book hasn't come out yet. Uh, It's kind of a (laughs) catch-22, isn't it? Like, you destroy them, but they get stronger, but you don't destroy them, and the wrong people get them. Yeah, it's almost as if some asshole decided to split himself into little tiny pieces to become more powerful and now centuries later we're still dealing with this bullshit mm-hmm. yes love that so. every time you guys call somebody an asshole i'm like that by extension makes me the asshole it's true <laughs> i actually thought I alicia was gonna be like no. some asshole made up this world and <laughs> no. all this stuff is happening it's true though it's very uh, true i really yeah. thought that's where you were going with that but no um, yeah i mean some asshole he (laughs) he did what he did and we're never going to be rid of him if they aren't all destroyed i guess because that was so easy to get that thing it's a miracle nobody's gotten it yet actually it's almost stupid that nobody's gotten it yet i'm actually very surprised that nobody got it yet because that was an extremely easy puzzle to solve. Shut up, then. <laughs> it was harder before. And then he became a druid. Um, In hindsight, <clears throat> not as difficult. So... <laughs> well, alright. So... We have the two options, right? We destroy all the staves so that the cult has nothing that they want. Mm-hmm. Or we destroy the cult. Which, oh. obviously, seems easier. Let's do both. Why not both? There's got to be an end to this sometime, kid. Por que los dos? <laughs> uh, yeah. I... Do, I mean, do you really want... Do you really want to spend the rest of your life tracking these things down and possibly dying every single time? And Do you have anything else to spend the rest of your life on? <laughs> I, I can see I that back, existential dread. <laughs> I go back to eating my food. <laughs> that just hit me, too. I'm like... <laughs> Oh god, I'm gonna have any existential crisis about D and D. This is um, why nobody is my friend in real life. <laughs> what else are you doing with your life? Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, as that little moan of silence hits, uh, Kit, you hear uh, you hear Quinn in the distance, um, so not loudly, but you can hear him say, "Oh hey." And you see him walk out of the camp, greeting uh, two younger younger men. Um, one Boys. seems to be like seventeen years old ish. He's really okay. really thin and like reedy, uh, draped in a robe that is probably a little too big for him. Wizard, really wild bushy hair. Wizard. Um, uh, but next to him is a guy that can only be described as half Jace, half John. Um, so he's a half Goliath. Um, um, hmm, wonder. He's, <laughs> he's real fucking big. Um, but he's he's also got kind of darker, uh, darker kind of wild hair, but it's shaved on the sides into like a, a long mohawk, and uh, he has a little bit of a beard going on. Um, but they look 
they look a little tired, a little, little dirty, probably have been traveling a little bit. And um, you do recognize nearby that there is this, like, dust rising off the ground in a circle. It looks like they just teleported. Ooh, he is a wizard. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Quinn walks up to these guys and hugs both of them like he's known them forever. Oh, it looks like there's new people here. Uh, everyone's new people and I don't care for it. That is true for you. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. Well, hey, just, kid. Uh, just a second. You okay? Well, you have a visitor. Okay, uno uno momento, por favor. Um, I don't know why Kit suddenly knows Spanish tonight, <laughs> but he does. Uh, like two or three phrases. Uh, <laughs> so, it's a dialect of some other language. Yeah, I'm just speaking Elusir. <laughs> Um, sure. That is not Thunar. Uh-uh. Oh, Thunar. I didn't know what it was called. Uh, so <laughs> I kind of looked at Marin. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, um, when we get around to the day that you and what's his face are going to, you know, jump the old broom, um, mm-hmm. let me know. <laughs> Is that? I don't know. That's a phrase. Jumping the broom. Yeah, yeah jumping it's the broom. Just not actually a phrase. Yeah, yeah, jumping the broom is a. It's like it's a, an old, like pagan marriage. Oh, I thing. know it's old. It's yeah. like yeah. Well, like because someone you actually do that, don't you? You jump yeah. over a broom. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was pagan, but it might be something else. I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, when you guys decide to do it, let me know, and I'll do what I can. I'll give everyone like. A day's head, heads up or something. Mm. I should probably go tell like Mia and Clay and stuff. I should probably talk. Mm, yeah. Okay. Do you have an event planner? We've we've been on a boat. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I'm sure Clay would love to do it. Okay. He just strikes me as the interior decorator type. He'll... Just because he's gay. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I know people like Clay in real life, and they're all interior decorators. All of them. Or event planners. He's all a sailor. How many interior decorators and event planners do you know? Because I know like, like one. I think two or three. <laughs> uh, they're all very successful gay men, and they are all bottoms. Um, Good so, for them. Yeah. And they all live on cold brew and sass. Uh, so, uh, they, yeah, let me know and I'll do what I can. I have I'll let you. an idea. Um, totally unrelated. Uh, what is your favorite type of... Now we'll get to that. That's a surprise. Well, wait. All right. I'm going to go talk to Quinn. Uh, you don't, don't need to get me a gift. I'm not anything. getting you Jesus. If you think okay. I'm getting you some stupid skull gift, you have another thing coming. Oh, my God. Sorry that I brought it up then. Good talk, as always. <laughs> uh, oh I'm going to go talk to Quinn. Please don't choke on have your food. Fun. Oh my god. I won't now that you're walking away from me. So Bye. Bye. <laughs> Darth Vader's Luke Skywalker's father. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <out. laughs> no. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I um, go over to Quinn. Yes, he's still standing with these two new arrivals. Do I recognize them? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think you've seen okay. Marth before. No. Um, but so the other I, one, definitely not. 
I walk up to Quinn and I'm like, I don't know these people. Uh, well, they, well, he, and he points to the younger guy. Uh, he points to the younger guy and he's like, he apparently knows you. Uh, he says, Jude, do you want to explain? And uh, the younger boy, obviously, younger oh, no. What? Never mind, continue. Jude? Yeah. No, continue. Um, he steps up to hey, you. Hey, Jude. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> As if I did not make that joke to Jalen for three years. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, he steps up to you. He's like, hi, um, you're Kit? Most of the time. Apparently, I'm supposed to pick up something from you. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, who are you from? Uh, Brenna. Who's Brenna? It didn't. No, Kit never met oh, Brenna. Oh shit! Okay, Jax um, and he says Jax and Sophie did. Uh oh, um, Kenna. Kenna. <laughs> Make a deception check. Uh, deception. Uh, deception. Deception. Eighteen. Uh, he he like he furrows his brows and like steps back a bit. He's like, um, and he looks at Quinn. He's like, is there another kit? Um, I. And Quinn shakes his head, just smiling to himself. He's like, nope, this is the only one. Sorry. Who sent you? What'd you say? I'm sorry, who sent you? Who are you? <laughs> you look really young. Thanks. Uh, I'm supposed to pick up a package to take to Haven. Can you say that name again? I missed it, actually. To, to Haven. 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 Hmm. The city outside the Monomarig. Oh, I know where that's at. Used to live by there. Um, well, and he looks at Quinn because he failed the to the inside check. He's like, "Are you sh- are you sure this is the right?" Have guy? you seen a goose? A what? <laughs> Have you seen a goose? I've seen a lot of geese. Like a, like a goose that's kind of like a god. Um, I feel so no. bad for this what, guy. what did you say? In, oh, Jude, Jude. Hi, Jude. Jude. Um, I... Yeah, Jude. Jude yeah, Connell. you're here to pick up, pick up the stave. Oh, so you are... Okay. Yes. Great. She said you were going to be a jerk. All right. I'm not a... How much fun have you had lately? You seem kind of stiff. <clears throat> Where is it? I have buried it somewhere um i will no i haven't I'll, actually i wanted to talk to you about it first before i send you away with it okay is that okay yeah I'm should listening. we go somewhere more private or do you need bodyguards no okay. and he looks up at uh marth the <clears throat> the taller uh young man who they've probably got like maybe like five six years between them um he says I'll be back. Um, I don't know. Hang out. And he 
walks away with you and Quinn takes Martha into camp. Sweet. I feel bad for this guy. <laughs> Jude, the way he sort of carries himself is you'd expect him to be kind of like meek and quiet, but mm -hmm. he has a very like confident stance about him. Um, and it's actually to the point where you think this might be like he's kind of putting on airs a little bit. Mm -hmm. This may be new to him, but yeah. he's like he's holding it together pretty well. Um, but yeah, he follows you and says, "Okay, what do you need to know?" Excuse me. So, um, so I had some ideas about this stave. Ideas? Ideas. Yes, I had a thought about how to get rid of it permanently. Oh boy. Well, I'm just. Hear me out instead of I'm shooting listening. down my ideas with your tone. Um, <laughs> so I know this goose. This is not a joke. I'm not screwing with you. I know this goose, who is probably the most powerful creature I've ever come across. Um, Are you sure it wasn't a druid? Well, the goose did use another druid to talk to us. So I think if it was just a druid, they would have just talked to us. That's okay. a good point you bring up, though. We did know... we. This goose stabbed a man to death with a magical sword. He also has a penchant for egg rolls. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's an eldritch god. Anyway... Can I ask you a question, Kit? Yes, you may. How often do you partake in Panna? What, I know what that is. Oh god, I haven't told you guys what that is. It's drugs, um, it, it's, obviously. It's a drug. It's yeah. a drug. Um, it, is, it is a euphoric drug mm -hmm. that slowly turns you paranoid and oh. kind of gives you the meth shakes. Sweet. Yes. Uh, I don't do that. I only eat sure? grass-fed food, so yeah. Um, have they partake, partaken in panna? The cows? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. Are there a bunch of high cows? I mean, it happens. Mm. Panna oh. grows like weeds, so... Oh, well, I guess I'll check my cows from now on. Anyway, this is not a joke. I actually sent a message to the goose he's on his way here um but i was wondering if maybe you could hang out for a second and we can see let me talk to him and see what he says um we're having a party having a party yeah um we're gonna have a funeral and then a wedding that back sounds... to back <laughs> That sounds delightful. It um, sounds like one of those weird old poet books, doesn't it? What? I'm thinking Shakespeare, but I don't have anything to liken it to. Yeah, that's not Midsummer Night's Dream. Um, that's more wedding. Two funerals and a wedding. Um, he says, uh, I mean, I can ask, but... Oh, God. Brace yourself, because she'll probably scream. I work for her. Yeah, I know. She'll probably scream, so you know this. You... She doesn't scream at me. Good luck. 
and he turns away from you as he's making his way back toward the camp. Uh, you see him reach into this satchel that he carries, and he pulls out this golden-edged piece of paper and a piece of charcoal, and he writes onto it, and it disappears. Oh. Fancy. And about... Probably five minutes later or so, as you're in the camp, you see another one appear in front of him, and he takes it and unrolls it to read. That's why she doesn't yell at you. It's written down. Did it come back in all caps? No. Okay. But she did say, and he looks down at this little golden scroll, says, uh, she said, considering what's already happened... Uh, this is her words, not mine. Uh, we don't want any more ideas from you. Ah. Hmm. Okay. So, anytime you want to hand that over. How do I know I can trust you? I'm... I'm the elder druid in training of Haven, if that helps. You're a druid? Yeah. Oh. You got, you got like a Do weird, I need to prove it? No, you got like a weird wizard vibe going on. You should eat more. I'm kind of a bookish druid. What's it to you? Yes. Um, I like libraries. I'm a cleric druid, so... Great. Can druid together. Um, I, I don't know do what that need, means. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't either. I'm just trying to... <laughs> Trying to make more time for that goose to get here. Anytime, goose. Uh, yeah. I guess I could send the goose to her if he could help. If the goose is real, sure. Yes, the goose is real. No goose is going to eat 40 egg rolls and not be real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm concerned for your mental health kit. <laughs> I agree with you. Okay. Uh, so how do I give... I still have this crystal like tucked into my belt, I guess, all wrapped up. Because I didn't put it back in the bag. Um, cool. So should we walk back to camp? Or do you want me to like... You're already back at camp, oh. I assumed. Do you have to do like a secret pass off? Do I have to sign for it? No, just literally hand it to me. Can you can you resist it if I hand it to you? And he pulls up his right sleeve and you see wave patterns in black across his arm. He says, I've done it before. Oh. Can you ever get rid of those? And I like hold up my other hand that's got like a little bit of the black on it. Uh, considering Kenna still has hers, I doubt it. Huh. Hmm. And he Do you know anything about over... a hmm? Do you know anything about a tiny little clownfish that works for Taldonost? I'm sorry, I'm drilling you for information now. A t- clownfish that works for It's Tal also a dragon. Donost. I'm starting to understand why you think I sound crazy. Just gonna get up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> they turned and it's just like, oh, I'm out. 
He says, I don't really know much about the Geary Pantheon. Okay. Seems like Masgadradol or something. Sounds like medication. It does. It's elvish. Oh, <laughs> it sounds it's like Mazig- medication. It's Mazageldinir. Mazageldinir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say I wrote it down somewhere, but... It's, it's based on elvish. Oh, no, I just wrote down Maz. Yeah. <laughs> Mazageldinir? I I don't know. Okay, second, two more questions. Um, yes. Actually, possibly a few more than that. I'll work through it. So Just bring them on. Okay. So um, the during that hurricane, mm-hmm. I tried to escape, and Senna found me. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, she shot me out of the sky in my bird form, and then she saved me from not only the crystal, but also from the storm. So I'm just letting you guys know so you know that she's alive, because, you know, she's like... No, we know. Okay, well, she also knows that this Dave exists now, too. God, why did you have to dig it up? She couldn't get it there. Well, to be fair, I saw her down there. What? Yeah, there's like a statue of her down there. That's... There was also... Yeah, well, I know. But there was also like this white eel that I'm pretty sure is related to her. And the eel definitely knew that the crystal was down there. Also, why is everybody, like, frozen in time down there? That's weird. Um. Oh, boy. Uh. You. One second. And he takes that little scroll and, like, he casts his hand across it and all the writing goes away and he quick jots down a message. Um. And, uh, he sends it off and you see him, like twiddling his fingers like really nervous while he's waiting should i be like should i also mention that highland spoke to me (laughs) welcome to the club oh okay cool i just wanted to make sure it wasn't like a weird thing because he was like no it's weird he was like how dare you try to dominate me and i was like bro i was no it's it's weird okay it's really weird okay this is a lot you're welcome why haven't you told her this yet? Because she can't speak in a pleasant tone. <laughs> All I can see is the bouncing. That might be what's going on now. He broke my world! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) Yeah. So if you want to, like, put that on the scroll so she has that feedback. (laughs) She's kind of the worst god ever. It hurts more because she's based on me. (laughs) 
Oh god, original D&D character. She was literally me. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Says, well, I don't have that scroll back until she sends it back to me, so. Well, I'll write on it if you need me to, so. Uh, no, you've done enough damage. Yelp you. review. Um, but as you're waiting and he's like, he's like twiddling his thumbs and like looking around, he's like, Oh, this is taking a long time. Oh, it's going to be a long one. And what's your passive perception? Uh, actually, I forgot to upgrade it because it's 18 now. Oh, goody. Nothing. Um, but, uh, you hear the sound of oh, wood no. splitting behind oh, you. Oh, shit. She's fucking here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and you see striding <laughs> out of a green glowing tree portal. Yes. The tall... Uh, I mean, personality-wise, she's based on me. Physically, not. Tall, muscular, uh, green and gold and black cloaked... Uh, deathless druid mm. as she steps through with her short dark hair uh, deep bags under her green eyes and you see in one hand she has a gnarled vine staff <laughs> and she steps out and she says I, I turn to him real quick I'm like oh shit your boss is here what in god's name are all of you doing what in your name? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> no. And she strides up to you. Has she's never met you in person before, has she? Nope. No. So she strides up to you, and she of course towers over you. She's like, Your kit? For now. That's right. Mm -hmm. Where is it? Oh, it's right here. You can have it now that you're here. And she reaches down and takes the bundle. And uh, she, with her staff, she does a similar motion to you where she flicks it. And it becomes a green spear-shaped crystal in her hand. And she puts it into a bag at her side. And she has no problem letting go of it. Mm -hmm. um, but she pushes aside the wrappings around this crystal. And she grabs it with a bare hand. Um, you immediately see... The now she has. Let me actually send you guys uh, a picture because oh, I don't know if I've sent you this particular picture of her before. It's it's not really a portrait, but on roll twenty. Uh, I mean, I can put it on roll twenty. That way, everybody can see it. Even the folks at home. Even the folks at that home. That means you. <laughs> what are the chances of Kit being, getting killed by a god today? Very likely. Very likely. You stop being a sassy asshole. Nope. I'm so tired of her being a pain in the ass constantly. I don't think she's going to stop doing that. No, probably not. If you talk back to her. Campaign's so. Deathless Druid. Oh. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. thank God. you. Oh, whoops. Oh, God. Clear uh, drawings. There we go. Yes, this is... 
an interesting piece of, of her specifically. Um, so what I wanted to point out is the fact that you see her, her hand there covered in the black vines. Mm -hmm. Um, that's roughly what it looks like right about now. It's been a while, so it's a little worse with the black going up her fingers further. Um, but as she takes hold of the Gaitha hide, um, you see all the vine patterning start to smooth out into larger swirls and like all the leaf patterning disappear almost as if it's morphing from the life staff into the hurricane staff patterns. Um, and uh, as she's holding it, she sort of inspects it a little bit and says, all right, now you have a lot to explain to me. What have you done with this thing? How the hell did this happen? Oh, um, well, I just recently became a druid, uh, so I was testing out those abilities. And um, I cast Gash on the staff so that it wouldn't hurt us at all, so that I could have control over it. And uh, so this this guy, you know, Heidelin, I'm pretty sure is who it was, he was like, oh, how dare you dominate me? And then he, try, and then... Uh, and then he um, got a little upset. And when I tried to fly away to save everybody, which I did, uh, I was shot out of the sky by Senna. And she teleported me to safety. She's very kind. Did she touch this at all? Um, you know, I can't remember. I don't think so. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she did. <laughs> Has she talked to you since? Uh, no. I mean, she barely talked when we met. Okay, good. Uh, if you ever hear from her again... Run away. Why? Because it's... You I mean, You know who she is, right? I... have an idea. So, why is it a question? Because she hasn't... given me any reason to run from her. She caused... She's part of the reason the calamity happened. That was Senka. Same fucking difference. Yeah, but Senka's dead now. I saw her at the bottom of the ocean. It's the same entity. Mm. And what do you mean you saw her at the bottom of the ocean? Oh, I went to Greenhall. How do you Obviously, think I got it? You, I, I, yes, yeah. shut up. I, so, I, listen, there's a lot on my mind right now. No, it's fine. I know you need some sleep. Um, so... Sanka, her statue or whatever is still down there. Okay, that's gonna be a fun side trip. Uh, and also it was just outside of the tower that you guys destroyed. Um, and... That she destroyed. Okay. And, um... And so, uh, there was like a pile of rubble and the crystal was at the bottom of it, right? But the whole time I was getting it, um... Mes 
Mazgaldanir, Gladanir, Mazgadradol was there. Uh, he showed me the way. And then there was a white eel there that was like watching me and being creepy. Uh, I don't know who he, they, them belong to, but... Um, I don't know either, which is what scares me. It definitely knew the crystal was there, and it was like... I don't... It wasn't guarding it. I mean, I could probably just like, poof, and kill it, but I didn't want to. And uh, Kenna turns away from you to look at Jude and says, Do you know of anybody who maybe favors that type of creature? Any, any of the cultists? And Jude shrugs and says I, I, I'm not sure I, I don't have a lot of memories from that Kenna and she nods says yeah I, I know but it's worth asking should we also mention that what we <laughs> just killed a lich a that, lich yeah that was part, well not like permanently but that's part of the Hydaelyn cult and now we're also on a diplomatic mission to kill Kyla Uruvela who the hell have you people been talking to? Everybody. Cindy Moore. Oh my god. I'm gonna have to deal with you guys the whole fucking way. <laughs> well, so, here's the thing. There's no love between us and Cindy. We hate Cindy. She's terrible. Nobody um, loves Cindy. What? Nobody loves Cindy. Oh, well, somebody did love Cindy, but she had her killed. So, uh, but... We, um, yeah, so we kind of made, like, a, like, a deal with Cindy. We were like, hey, you know, give us the, you know, the girl you brought back to life, and we'll, um, we'll go I'm kill people. What? Yeah. Um, oh, maybe I shouldn't tell you this. Anyway, you I'll tell have. you. I'll who tell you anyway. You uh, yeah, who are you talking about? Yeah, she brought Marin? Back to life, Sylphie's sister. Why? Uh, we're pretty sure... This feels like TMI, but I'm going to tell you. Um, we're pretty sure that she's tethered. Where is she? Uh, over there. But we're going to break the tether. <laughs> kind of turns and starts walking. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Well, Marin's oh, dead. Oh. Bye, Marin. Oh, <laughs> Hope you oh. enjoyed playing Marin for two episodes. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, Marin, Kit's just see... like, everybody's died. I'm going to take them all down with me. You see a tall woman in a long green coat, uh, or a, I guess technically it's a long tailed, like, trench coat. I don't know, whatever. Um, but a long green coat approaching, short I'm, dark hair, bright green eyes. I'm jogging behind her. Holding on to the crystal. <laughs> yeah. Do I recognize her or no? Do you recognize her? I don't think there's much like in the way of art of her yet, so probably not. Okay, I have the pet I have uh, Ace of Spades like out on my side. I'm yeah. not pointing it at she, her, but she's like striding toward you with a purpose. I'm jogging and behind see... and I'm like, uh, <laughs> she hasn't tried to take anything. She's fine. She's cool. It's fine. It's cool. <laughs> and Kenna stops in front of you, this towering feminine figure. It says, Marin? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Are you a walker? Uh, oh, I mean, I walk. I can walk. I what? 
Oh, you mean, um, is, is this like in front of everybody? Is like everyone? Yeah, Kenna's not being quiet about it. Everybody's Uh, staring. Is Silas, did Silas come back at all? Yeah, I imagine so. Okay, I'm looking over at him. Yeah, he has, as Kenna, like, came toward you at, like, speed, he, like, he doesn't push you behind him, but he definitely steps up and takes your free hand, and you see he has his left hand resting on the, uh, the butt of his pistol. Uh, I think maybe we should talk about this somewhere else? Sure, fine. Okay, to lead the way. Uh, she turns away just toward the woods. <clears throat> I, as I walk by Kit, I go, What did you do? I gave her exactly what she wanted. I told you she was rude about everything. What? And you told her about me? Like, what? She forced me to explain. I feel very coerced. <laughs> Can I make an insight check? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do I have to make a deception? Yes. Oh my. Hey, I'm rolling like decks tonight. Eight. Seventeen. <laughs> yeah. I just glare at him. I'm like, whatever. Kit was definitely, definitely forced. It's I was not his definitely powers. coerced. I did not give that information freely. I roll my eyes and I just keep following. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but as you guys get a little ways away, um, it's you two, Silas, uh, Jude did follow along, and uh, kind of, and she turns to face the rest of you and says, "Why do I feel like every time I leave Haven, I'm out to scold somebody like I'm their mother?" To be fair, it seems like you scold everybody. Yeah, because you all keep doing stupid shit. Anyway. Oh, right. Hold on a second. Who is this? Who? What is going on? And Silas says... Oh, this "This is a god. Kenemek Amberl. Oh! And she sort of straightens up a little bit, squares her shoulders, and says, Yes, hello. My name is Kenna. Good to meet you. Are you a walker? First of all, <clears throat> I said a lot of stuff about gods earlier, and uh, just want to say didn't mean any of it. We're not omnipotent. That's a stupid myth. Anyway, are you a walker? Maybe. It's a simple yes or no question. I guess. Or do you know if you're a walker? I guess yes is the answer. I don't... It's very likely, yeah. Great. And she turns and looks at Jude. Says, Do we have any way to untether people yet? And Jude shrugs and says, Only by killing them and bringing them back. We're working on it. We have our own thing that we're doing. You're working. Do you have somebody researching this? Um. Do we have someone? No, but we know of someone uh, and we're going to kill her, so uh, kind of in a roundabout way. Yeah, we have somebody working on this. Who? Kyla Uravela. Great. Yeah. To be fair, we're not sure if she's tethered to Kyla or Cindy. I don't... Cindy was kind of vague about that. 
Well, we can find out. How we so? can. Yeah, come here. Oh god. Uh, and she she puts the other crystal into her bag without an issue, and steps forward and says, "Come on." I reluctantly let go of Silas's hand and, and walk forward. She reaches out and puts her hand on your shoulder to actually like pull you in. And um you guys know how an avatar how uh Aang will put his hand to somebody's forehead. It's very much a similar motion. Uh go ahead and make me a constitution save. Save. Okay. Uh, 22. Oh, good. I have high constitution. Um, yeah, you, for a moment, as you see her green eyes light up, uh, you feel like you're going to pass out. And it's painful. It's like a migraine just shoots back through your forehead. Um, but at the same time, you also get thrown back from her, and she gets thrown backward in the other direction as something goes off between you. Is that normal? <laughs> uh, take 12 force damage. Fuck! Jesus. Damn yeah. it. As Kenna falls and starts, like, picking herself up, you're okay, but your head's gonna hurt for a while. Um, but she picks herself up. She's like, okay, that's new. Yeah, I was about to ask, is that normal? Because that didn't feel normal. That's not, that's not normal. Bad news is it's somebody really powerful. Great. Good news is that that narrows it down. So we don't even know specifically who it is? Nope. If God can't figure it out, then... As she stands up, you actually see her hand is mangled. And she sort of, like, shakes it and blood, like, flicks off of it. She's like, ow. Fuck. I'm gonna step forward and tap her for cure wounds. Uh... um, Not sure how that works with gods. I think I have homebrew rules for this. Yeah, whatever. Go ahead and roll your your HP. Okay. Uh, that is oh, not very much. Uh, that is, what is spellcasting ability a five. I just tap her for five. Okay. Um, <clears throat> she, uh, you do see some of these like fissures in her skin, uh, knit back together, and she's like, that's. Thank you, but that's unnecessary. <clears throat> um, well, but I'm gonna pick myself. Does... Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say I'm gonna pick myself up off the ground. Yeah, Silas immediately came to help you. Um, I got it. But, it's fine. Uh, well, it's still, um, but uh, Kenna looks uh, down at her side, and she like quickly like rearranges her bag ever so slightly. She says, "Um." All right. Uh, this this is this this is a big problem. Yeah, I gathered that. Why? I didn't. 
I mean, I've been asking questions, but to nobody that I can really give me answers. Why am I even here? What? Um... I died ten years ago, and then I was brought back to... I am assuming you know who this is, and I gesture over to Silas. I'm aware. Yeah. I I don't think that I was brought back just to be his live-in wife or whatever. I think if it's someone this powerful, it's gotta be for something else, right? I, I might be able to answer that. Okay. I haven't told you this because I didn't want you to know, but... Cindy seems to be under the impression that you will take Kyla's spot once we kill her. (laughs) Well, Cindy is fucking wrong, and you thought now would be a great time to bring this up? There's a god standing in front of us who could probably help. Maybe. I don't know, actually. I'm, I'm saying that the time was before, but whatever. Fine. So I'm supposed to be the next Kyla or Vela. Can't somebody else do that? It's... Uh, Kenna has gone very quiet and serious again. Um, and says, It's much easier to take control of the entire organization with a walker. The reason they make walkers is to get control in places where normal members of the cult can't go. And she motions to Jude and says, he was a walker. And he got a hold of the Sefenhide crystal because of their work. And nobody expected him. He and everybody he cared about died destroying that thing. Thankfully, we were able to help them. But this is what And she stops herself for a second. She says, This is what you're for. You're a tool. I really want... You know what? I don't care that you're a god. Fuck you! I'm not... I didn't come back just to do other people's bidding. I'm not doing that. So figure out a way to make it so that this, so I'm untethered or whatever. You're a god. Figure it out. You did it for him. What about me? Do you want to die until we can figure out how to untether your soul? Because the way we fixed him was by killing him killing the puppeteer and then bringing him back and it cost a lot of resources took a long time and a lot of people died that we couldn't bring back it was a pretty enticing offer until you said a lot of other people would die but yes a lot of people who were only trying to help and do their best I'm your Sylphie's sister, right? Yeah. 
I met her a while back. I was going around as Brenna Silver. It's sort of personality I take on when I'm out helping people who help me. People who make a difference in this world. And I happened to run into Sylphie in Seeger Rayfear. Was it Seeger Rayfear? Yeah. Yes. And she, I'm sure for her own reasons, was doing things that were actually helping. I don't care if it was selfish on her part for money, but she was helping people. She chose to make her money honestly. And for that reason alone, I'm happy to help you. I don't have an answer for you right now. And as soon as I do, you and every other walker we know of who's trapped will be the first to know. Well, apologies if I don't want to wait around for somebody else to do the job that I was already going to do myself. I would be glad to have some help figuring it out, too. Because there is only so much I can do. I'm... I'm kind of shackled at the moment to the Monomarig. It's... And she looks at Jude and says, My granddaughter was killed trying to destroy the Sefenhide crystal and we couldn't bring her back so being that the elder druid is gone her job falls to me and until I can train my replacement I'm kind of stuck there because everything's messed up the the crater shield is gone Everybody we trusted is gone. Half the sentinels are dead. It's a lot. But as soon as I've figured out that particular responsibility and whatever else that entails, figuring out what they're doing with all these walkers and getting the Hydaelyn staves away from the cult, because they already have a couple, that is my next top priority. And you being a walker, whether you're able to remember anything about it or not, is important. Is we'll that... Sorry. Uh, is that something that's uncommon? Because what? I... Remembering? Most walkers don't remember the times they're taken over, no. From, okay, so from what we talked about, Taylor, I believe mm -hmm. she does remember little bits. She remembers bits from when she was supposedly still dead. Oh, was that not when she was tethered or when she was um, being used? Uh, as far well there are some memory lapses but according to silas Marin never did anything during those memory lapses and i don't remember anything else you don't know of any other missing time though 
Okay. Never mind. Retcon. I didn't say that. I was looking at my notes and I think I confused myself. So I have a quick question as well for DM. Yep. Um, do I know that Senna has a couple of the staves? Did I see them? They're, they're... I can't answer that question without giving shit away. Um, you did not see any physical manifestation of staves or okay. crystals on okay. her. That's just why I wanted to make sure. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, can I kind of calm down a little bit now? Uh, leans back on her heels a bit and says, There's a lot going wrong in the world right now. I'm sure you've noticed. Yeah. There's a lot to deal with. And being that I seem to be the only one who both gives a fuck and can actually be here physically, I'm kind of on my own and a little overloaded. Well, Taldanos. I don't think. I hmm? think Taldanos knows. Oh, I'm sure she does. Oh, she showed me where the crystal was. Why? I asked her to. She gave me what the a, fuck are She gave doing? me a clownfish. He literally took me directly to the crystal. What the fuck are they doing? And she like looks up. She's like, "What the fuck are you all doing?" <laughs> I just love causing this woman pain. I don't know why. Uh, Everyone does. Oh yeah. His oh, name. His name is. Masgaldenir? Masgaldenir? Yeah. Cool, he's nice. Um, well, he, <laughs> he took me. I, I don't know if you knew him. He's a dragon. See, Jude, I fucking told you. Great. Do you know about the goose, too? The, the goose? <laughs> Why does nobody know about the goose? The goose I have is heard, mysterious. The goose I've is heard so mysterious. Plenty about the goose. Trust me. I am spreading so much goose lore. Um, yeah, we become a cult someday. Yeah, the cult of the honk. Cult of the honking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, never mind. We'll talk about the. I actually think the goose might be able to destroy one of the crystals. In theory, I don't want the help of a creature that can do that. No. No. Why? Because the more you destroy, the more the others become more powerful. Yeah, kid. Yeah, but if you don't destroy them, then they're still around and people can take them from you. Yes, but when you get back to having only one, Algar fucking Heidelin comes back. So, kill two at the same time. It's not... It doesn't work that way. Okay. I'll think about it. I'll Trust me, it I've tried. Yeah. What if we... Hypothetical. What if we drown the entire world? That would not be good. <laughs> but it would put the crystals far, far, far underwater. Further than also, I had to go. Also, everybody would be dead. So that kind of... We'll do it slowly. Hey, guys, I forgot to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. That's okay. Um, I yeah, figured we were going to finish up this like Ma yeah. McKenna McAmbaro thing and then continue forward uh listen the only thing that i have to say about this is that this 
I'm not going to wait around for you to find a solution to this. I'm going to tell Donast, and I'm going to see what I can do about Kyla or Avela, and then if Cynthia wants to do what she whatever with me, we'll find a way around it. I'm not telling you to wait, because that would be stupid. Because waiting when you're perfectly capable of helping not only yourself, but other people is just a bad idea. All that I ask is that you stay in contact, and if you do find solutions or you find useful things, just let us know. Because we, at the very least, have a position from which to put these things to use. I have other folks who can help out if needed. Hell, I... I can get Ansem Molinark to build you all guns if that's what it takes, but... I can do that myself. Great. But we have a lot of people who are of use here, and we just need a line of communication. And she reaches back into her bag and pulls out the Gaithahide crystal, and she looks at Kit. She says, As much as I think you're a complete fucking idiot for digging this up... Thank you for having the sense to try to put it somewhere safe. You're welcome. <laughs> there, I've been polite. That I can I, I can I talk to you like just person to God for just a second. Okay, fine. Sure. Uh, if you're going to I'm, do that, are oh, we done? No, I not. I'm just saying like. Word to the wise. You're really unapproachable. Good. I was gonna give this to something else, like, because I didn't know if I could trust you, so. I don't mean to be a bitch. That usually means you're going to be. No, I know I am, but oh, okay. I don't mean to be. That. I've been dealing with this shit for over 200 years, since I was still a wee little mortal, just like all of you. Mm. And I feel like I've proven that I have the experience to at least stop a second calamity from happening. Maybe. I hope so. I sure hope so too, Kit. Okay. Well, you know, just be a little nicer to your followers. I don't have followers. I did try to contact you through divination. I don't really enjoy being a god, so just send me a message next time. Okay. I can't do I that anymore anyway, so it's fine. I don't like religion. Mm. It's It turns people into sheep. Mm. And she turns to Jude and says... Can we go? And he nods and says, "You're you're the one who, yeah." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, "Say goodbye to your boyfriend." I don't know if you guys are married yet. Whatever. Um, is there anything else the rest of you need? I have an entire city in the middle of a civil war that I need to go deal with. Go nuts. Yeah, I'm probably good. Uh, Great. Yeah. I'll let you know about the goose. 
Cool. And she turns and walks off with Jude back toward camp. And you hear from a little ways behind you, Wow, she's a bitch. And you realize it's Mia. She's been spying on you. Yeah. <laughs> she really is, though. Gosh, I thought like she'd be like gracious and kind. She's, she's a jerk. Yeah, you haven't been on the other end of a sending spell from her. You should ask Clay. Uh, I'm good. How close are we to the woods? You're in the woods. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm just gonna walk off and just say, I'm. I gotta go shoot something. Call me for <laughs> dinner. We just ate. Yep, call me for dinner. Just had dinner. I'm going! You guys just <laughs> had breakfast. I turn, oh, we just had breakfast. I yeah, turn around day. and I shoot at the ground by Kit's foot. By it, not on it. That was... Still. That was an overreaction. Leave me the fuck alone until dinner. And then I... And Yeah, Mia was just like, Marin, uh, okay. That's fine. She'll that was that was aggressive. I Mia. That that was like really that was too much, right? Yeah. Like I like I know I know, but shooting even near <sighs> I know. We really need to get her a gun safety course. We <laughs> Gotta yeah. my license. Yeah. Mia uh, climbs up your pant leg and just clings to you. Yeah. I take her back as well because okay. I am a camel. Silas is there tiny too. Box. Just kind of like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Silas is left standing there alone. Watching <laughs> <Marin> go. <laughs> no. He's just like. <laughs> I'm going to call back to him and He's be like. very straight faced. Yeah. I'm going to call back to him and be like, come on. She'll be fine. I think I need a bit of a walk, too. I'll be back okay. in a while. Alright. And that's where we're gonna go to break. Everybody <laughs> goes on walks. Yay. Yeah. Alright, so yes, we'll be back in like ten minutes. Mm -hmm. Sorry for the late break. And thank you for mimicking me, Alicia. Um, I didn't mean to. I was stretching <laughs> my arms and then realized that you were doing like, how thing. dare you. Um... But yeah, we'll be back shortly. All right, and we're back. Hello, everybody. Hi. I made sure to burp really loud before I unmuted myself. <laughs> I don't know solid, if you solid. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. So, excuse me. I ate a little <laughs> bit too fast. Um. No way. Anyway, uh. Yes. Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome back. Um. <laughs> Marin. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You're off in the woods. Uh, I'm what lost do, what, in the woods. What do, I, what do do? I'm setting up a little area and I'm using, I'm practicing with the, the overwatch. Just like, maybe just like hitting the same tree over and over oh again. God, that poor tree. <laughs> Sorry. Doesn't give a fuck. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, you're, you're practicing for a while. You made your way a little bit deeper into the woods. Um, and it's a little foggy further into the woods. It's it's a, almost a little, like, cold humid, if you know what I mean. Um, anyway, uh, but yeah, it's a little foggy, and you're, you're practicing 
and the fog keeps getting thicker. Oh no. Shit. God damn it. Thought we were gonna have a nice, like, character moment, but apparently we're fighting. I mean, it's just you. But yes, the mist continues to sort of billow in and rise. Is it enough where I can still see the tree? Um, you can see clearly probably at shoulder level and above, so it's not too bad, but you can't see the ground. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll keep going. I mean, maybe if it gets super thick, like if it's like freaky thick. It's getting really thick. (sighs) Okay, I guess I'll... Like the kind of fog that happens after warm rain melts snow. I guess if yeah, if I'm getting those weird vibes, I'll pack it in and I'll start to head back. Okay. Yeah, you you take down your gun and put it back in the bag of holding, which is the only place it'll fit unless you carry it across your back. I'll carry it across my back. Oh, okay. Um and as you turn to make your way back toward camp, you see a woman standing there. She's uh, she's beautiful. And she's in this shoulderless gray dress. And it seems like she's been watching you for a while. Long black hair, um, sort of spiraling tattoos across her shoulders and chest and over one of her eyebrows. And I don't recognize her. You do not recognize her at all. Okay. I flip the gun back around and I point it at her. She's just standing there with her hands clasped in front of her. You see a really, like, dark scar in the very center of her chest. Um, and a few other scars besides on her arms. But otherwise, just this beautiful tattoo work down the right side of her body, mostly. Um, but she doesn't seem disturbed. She just looks at you, sort of curious, and says, Good afternoon. Are you with the caravan? Uh, no. I was going for a walk, and I heard gunshots. Sorry, I was target practicing. I can see that. Is everything alright? Everything's fine. You look a little... bothered. (laughs) Yeah, so maybe not further bothering the bothered person with the big gun pointed at you is a good idea. I'm not worried. You don't seem vicious. I'll put the gun down. Are you from town? We're... From here and about. Can I make an insight check on her? (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) This bitch. This bitch. Whenever Taylor's like, they're absolutely gorgeous. I'm like, well, they're untrustworthy. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's very true. (laughs) Uh, It's a 15. She's telling you the complete truth. Can do I pick up if she is like ethereal in any way or there is something I believe the word they would use is haunting. Like So it's a ghost. No, not a ghost. <laughs> She's a real person. Oh. Um It's Galadriel. But there there is this like ethe- yes, very much like Galadriel ethereal beauty to her. Mm. And 
you do notice that the the mist seems to kind of settle a little bit away from her as if to show her full form. She's where she stands is the only place you can see the ground. Okay. Well, I'm sorry I bothered you, but not a bother I'm... at all. I was just concerned. Uh, do you need help? No. No, I don't need help. I I was just going back to back towards town, so I don't need help. I'm fine. May I walk with you? Sure. I keep I put the the Overwatch back on my back, but I keep my hand on Ace of Spades. Okay. Yeah. And she she gives you a respectable distance, but she walks beside you and she she has nothing else on her except for this gray dress. No no belt, no bag. She doesn't even have shoes. As she's just walking along and she has this like drift about her like moves like morticia adams like just glides um she's graceful and beautiful in a way you've never seen before but she seems perfectly content to walk beside you you're not a friend of kenna's are you kenna yeah didn't think so well i don't know i like to think i'm friendly to most people. Oh my god. <laughs> what is your name? Marin Altera. I I give that name intentionally. And she nods. You do see recognition on her face. She says, Altera. Interesting. You, you know of him? I do, unfortunately. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm sorry. Well, you're... You don't look like one of them. You certainly don't act like one of them. Good. Yeah, you guys just keep on walking. (laughs) Um, And as she goes, she says... You are one of the people who just arrived the other day, aren't you? Yeah, we're just passing through. Didn't realize the hurricane hit so bad, so we're helping out. Yes, that's unfortunate. But it is good to have kind outside people here to help. I'm sure they would have struggled much more if not for some of your assistance. I mean, I haven't been many places, but I tried to leave those places better than when I found them. That's a very nice trait to have. It's the least I can do. It's not anything special. The fact that most people don't do it is special enough. And as she goes, she's sort of like looking up into the treetops as the fog just gets thicker and thicker as you go to the point where you kind of have to follow her because you can't see where you're going. I was about to say, are we like in like a little bubble thing or like... Kind of. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, as she goes along, she looks up into sort of the shaded and misty boughs of the trees that you can just see. She says, Hmm, I wonder if there's another storm coming. We certainly Mm -hmm. don't need another one of those. And she... My grip on the Ace of Spades tightens at that. As you tighten your grip, she slows and stops and turns and looks at you. Says... Are you sure you don't need any help, Marin? That depends on who you are. Really. Someone who wants to fix some of this damage that other people have caused. I don't like roundabout ways of talking. So if we could cut the bullshit... Really appreciate it. And she extends a hand. And says, "My name is Senna." <laughs> I knew it was. Her I knew too, it. But... I knew it was her. <laughs> Shit. Sorry, I don't often shake hands. I'm a bit and wary of germs. She does keep her hands clasped in front of her where you can see them. Um, She says, I know the trouble that you and I believe it's Kit are in. I'd like to help. How? The same way that I've helped others who have been forced under the Heidelin cult's boot by helping you find who's responsible. And who's responsible? There's a number, but you already know the two major players. Ravela and Cynthia? Yes. (laughs) Shit, 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 shit. This is Alicia, not... (laughs) I know, I know. Okay. Um, I, I think we've got it. I appreciate the, the offer to help, but we're, we're, we're doing fine. It's fine. Are you? Yes. We can do it by ourselves. To be honest and straightforward with you, I was hoping to help also for my own reasons. You don't say. I figured I might as well be straightforward. What reasons are those? If you're being so straightforward? The Hydaelyn cult have as I've said, caused a lot of damage and hurt people that I quite honestly would like some revenge for. And the things that they developed and created, such as the Walker process, 
have hurt me in innumerable ways. How has that hurt you? I was once a walker. I don't... I'm not a big god, goddess follower. You're not quite a god, are you? No. Whatever I was before, I have very little memory. I'm not this Sanka. I'm not the old Senna. Not the old son. I don't even remember what she was like. What do you remember? Flashes, mostly. I know my husband is still out there somewhere. Who's your husband again? Apparently it's Talon. Oh, I was I was asking the DM, but that's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Talon uh, is <laughs> <laughs> voice switch. Uh, Talon is the Balin god of justice, also known as the god of revenge. Okay. Uh, he he has a couple nick- nicknames like the Executioner, um, but basically pre Senna's death, he was the god of justice. Um, he was fair. He was generally it was generally considered good after her fall um, his first act of revenge was to kill his son who had de- who had destroyed Senna as she was and ever since then he's been a little less good not evil by any way any means but mm-hmm. definitely gone from lawful good to chaotic neutral mm-hmm. okay um, but yeah He's uh, he's a figure that has slowly lost following, mostly because he just gets bloodier and bloodier. Okay, so... You were a walker when you were this other Senna, or or when you were mortal, or... I was a walker as Sanka, I believe. There was a time that I wandered after I was killed, that I was little more than a ghost. And then, Ulgar Heidelin took an interest in me. My time as Sanka, I was not myself. And then, once... I do know Kenna. Once Kenna destroyed that form I'm a ghost again is there a reason she destroyed that form destroyed Sanka yeah who was trying to gather the Hydaelyn staves well and bring Olgar Hydaelyn back yeah that does sound bad doesn't it So, I mean, forgive me if that doesn't sound not up my alley. I don't want to cause another calamity. Neither do I. I would rather it never happen again. 
Well, what do you want? Just want to, to... I want to remember what home is and go back. I was hoping that I would have a chance to speak to this kid before he called Kenna, but it's a bit too late. Thank you for saving him, by the way. It wasn't entirely selfless, but I've been on that end of the Hydaelyn staves, not realizing what you have in your hands. No one deserves to die for being, I suppose the word is ignorant. So how do you, how do you think you're going to help us? Well, first off, I would like to help you be free because it is also selfish. If you become a tool to the Hydaelyn cult, you will only get stronger and stronger and eventually be very difficult to deal with. I would rather it not go that far, both for your sake and the sake of others. And considering who your, is it fiance is? I would also rather he not be caught up in that because he is still very much a figurehead. He may not be the king of the Arbiters anymore, but he's still very important to them. The Hydaelyn cult can use that. How is he important? The Arbiters want him back. Why? To punish him. If the Hydaelyn cult gets a hold of him, he's dead. And as soon as Silas Moore is out of the way, they can rightfully and lawfully put someone else on the throne. As much as the Arbiters don't care for others' laws, they do care for their own. I'm doing hand flexies. I actually was doing it. <laughs> uh... Sweeten the deal here. I like? there it might seem small in comparison to the things that you want me to do, but there's a there's a man who's a flactory for a lich, and I want both of them dead. Hmm. I could help with that. I've dealt with liches before. What do you need? How can I help? I cannot be so direct as Kenna, partly because I lack the ability to be as direct, but I also try to preserve some distance between myself and mortals still. It's it's dangerous for gods to be directly connected to their mortals. That's why the Divine Gate exists. But I will be happy to help. 
all I ask in return is if you find another of these staves, do not give it to Kenamak Ambro. It is not safe with her. She's lost almost every single one she's ever had. I need more. I... You have to... We just got done talking to her and she told us to run away from you. So forgive me if I'm not... If I'm hesitant. No? It depends on whose perspective you take. From her perspective, I'm the phantom of a monster that she once died and was forced to become immortal for facing. She does not enjoy that. But from my perspective, I am not that creature anymore. I have my own faculties about me, and I know that Kenamek Ambero, for as strong as she is, is inept. You say you're not that monster anymore. Is there a chance that you could become that monster again? I'm no longer a walker. And no one has direct control over me. I don't... I don't really work with many people anymore, specifically for that reason. What about bringing people back from the dead? That is more difficult, but it can be done with a sufficient amount of power. I want that. There's someone that I need back. If you find me a stave, I can have them back in an instant. Otherwise, I can potentially help you gather what you need to get someone else to do it. I know if you should be interested, one of the staves isn't too far from where you're going. Which one? Uh, it's the Ordenhide. Where the is it? Staff. It is currently in the possession of some Hydalin cultists near Toldunost. They're trying to recreate their base of operations there. They currently have two of the staves, thankfully two that don't react together, but it is better they have none. What if I want to think about it? Think all you like. How can I contact you? Just find a peaceful place in the woods and I'll find you. I'll know when you want to speak with me. I'll consider it. May I offer you a gift just for your time? I don't expect anything in return. Sure. 
May I see your pistol? I very hesitantly give it over to her. Okay. She takes it and uh, she looks down at it and sort of turns the cylinder, uh, the, the barrels. And you see her run her finger across one of the barrels and this gray purple light uh, goes along the length of the barrel and then etches itself into the metal. And she offers it back to you handle first. I'll take it. Does it feel different in my hand or? It feels lighter. Your gun now counts as enchanted. I aim at a nearby tree and I shoot at it. Okay. Do you use the etched barrel? Remember you have a rotating barrels. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's out of the six or whatever that's in there. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll do that one. Okay. Uh, as you shoot, a purple, like, jolt of electricity follows the bullet, and after the bullet hits, the electric energy just discharges and completely enshrouds the object, and then just fades away. You now have what is essentially an eldritch lightning barrel on your gun. The enchantment can be used once a day. I'm sure you will give me the stats for that later. I will. Cool. Uh, hold on, I'm just writing notes down. Okay. Ace of space? I'm stupid. Um... Okay. Thank you. I'll I'll contact you either way. Let you know. And um if there is any way I can help get your sister back, I will be happy to. All I need is just the power, and I hope you'll take that into your consideration. And she reaches out to just very gently pat your shoulder before she steps away and the fog follows her until suddenly it is crystal clear around you. I guess I'm going back to camp. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You have Marin, I don't like gods. I never want to get involved with a god. God immediately shows as soon, up. As soon She's as Marin me. said that, I was like, oh, Sanka's, Senna's going to talk to her. Taylor, Taylor, you sly dog. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, you head back. Um, you've probably been gone like a couple hours at most. Um, and as you as you get back, you see Silas isn't there. He he hasn't come back yet. Uh, but as you enter camp, uh, Quinn does notice, and he comes to meet you. He's like, "Hey, you hi, you okay? Yeah, fine. Um, just thirsty." And he motions towards one of the water barrels. 
Uh, or if you want something stronger, he motions toward one of the uh, tents that's actually like, it's like a tavern tent. Yeah, give me one of those. Let's let's go over there. Let's get... Do you drink? I don't know. Uh, sometimes. Sure, cool. Let's get a drink. Let's do sure. it. Sure. Okay. All and right. he... He, he reaches out to, like, put a hand on the middle of your back, just because it's what he does. He's dead. But he stops himself, not sure if, like, it's okay with you. Uh, not, not yet. Sorry. I, uh, I, I figured. That's, yeah. that's okay. I'm kind of a touchy-feely guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, he walks alongside you uh, over to this uh, tent. Um, the front of it is held open with, like, strings around the flaps, and you see that this um, sort of makeshift bar setup made of crates has been set out with, like, a several, um, like, tabletops or, like, countertops set on top of it. Uh, there's a bunch of tapped barrels behind it and tending the bar. Uh, is a tall-ass centaur uh, with long black hair. Uh, his uh, his horse coat is also black. Wait, is it? No. Wait. What does Costa look like? Oh god, I can't remember if he's brown or black. I think he's brown. Um, okay. he, he has like a Clydesdale body. Um but yeah, and he's got like this belt around his waist and uh, a vest as he's just like pouring drinks for people. Um, and he looks over at you. Uh, this is the first time you've really come in contact with him, um, but you're pretty sure everybody already knows that you're Sylphie's sister. Um, I think probably in the time that Marin and Sylphie had together, she would have told Marin about uh, some members of the caravan that she met, like Luca, the fortune teller, Costa, uh, this gigantic fucking centaur, Quinn, Jace. So you've got a rough idea of who some of the major people are. Mm -hmm. But uh, Costa turns as you guys step in, and he immediately reaches uh, down behind some of these crates where he's got like little shelves. And he puts a teapot on the counter. And uh, Quinn says, uh, actually, um, let's do something a little stronger today, Costa. And Costa's like, oh, all right. Well, special occasion. And he puts it down, puts two mugs up, and uh, fills them up with beer for you guys. Thank you. Uh, I'm pounding it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he refills it right away for you. Uh, uh, sorry, we haven't really had a chance to talk very much. I've been busy. Um, doing... I, I figured it's, uh, it's kind of a tough time, so take your time. I'll be here. Uh, Sylphie really loved you. Uh, she talked about you a lot. Um, it was kind of weird because uh, I don't know how much she told you about how we grew up, but... Uh, for, uh, 
for as much as she and I really liked each other, uh, we didn't get to spend enough time together. Uh, she and her friends just sort of appeared out of nowhere, and they were a lot like a lot of members of this caravan. I don't know, I just took a shine to her right away, and it was Kit. Was it Kit that did the, the, the prank that said she'd been adopted? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he says, Kit went around telling everybody that Jace had adopted her into the <laughs> caravan. And uh, I don't know, when I heard that, I said, hey, why not? And I guess I really adopted her more than Jace. Jace was... It took her a second to warm up to the idea, because Sophie was still so new, but I don't know, I liked her right away. She had her rough edges, but... <laughs> yeah. But don't we all? Yeah. I, I guess I was just saying we didn't... We didn't grow up in an environment where family besides the two of us was really reliable especially fathers uh so i'm just glad she was able to find one well um i can tell you and he just sort of glances around with a general gesture to the whole camp and says you are in like company mm. Almost no one here outside a couple small families are actually family. Uh, most of us are orphans or runaways or freaks or whatever other word you want to use. So a lot of us get it. I certainly get it. Maybe that's the reason I like kids and taking people in so much is because no one did that for me until I found this family. And then my dear old mother, adoptive mother, Donna, she saw me and fell in love with me the way I fall in love with all the people I adopt. So I've got some God, it's got to be in the hundreds of kids around the world now that I just call them my kids. Kit's one of them. Even if he doesn't like it. I imagine or he... Pretends. Rebukes that. <laughs> but, uh, being that you're Sylphie's sister, you're definitely among them as well. You don't have to call me dad or anything. That's weird. Unless you want to, but you're your family here even if we only just met you where were you when I was nine years old uh, probably across the world somewhere playing music and making face paint for children <laughs> sounds like a dream <laughs> it has its perks but uh, it also comes with its troubles. Lots of people don't really trust this caravan. It's getting to be better and better known who and what we are. And uh, there's a lot of 
A lot of awful stigmas about people like us. Well, I think you're wonderful. All of you have been very gracious. I meant to ask you, mm-hmm. I don't know if this would be totally encroaching upon whatever. Um, my fiance and I, I don't, I don't know if you've talked to Silas so far. Yet. Not really. It was, it it was kind of a spur of the moment thing, after Sylvie, uh, went. Uh, we kind of pushed our wedding plans up. I don't know if anyone in camp is able to marry two people. I mean, I'm sure we've got a couple people. I mean, there's over 200 of us. There's got to be somebody. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... That'd be nice. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a big deal or anything like that. Well, just... it's 200 people. It's going to be a big deal. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how you feel about big families, but they're pretty pushy. <laughs> I never had one, so I don't know. It's nice. Again, comes with its perks, but sometimes it's a lot. Yeah. Gets better when you're older. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess I'll talk with him and see specifically when we want to do things. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, and then Quinn looks up and looks at Costa and says, Luca can marry people, can he? And Costa's like, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, he's technically a priest. Hmm. If you don't mind a kind of technically priest of Ayun. I mean, the gods are whatever to me. Well, uh, captains, priests... Any, anybody ordained will work, but uh, yeah, yeah, Luca could do it. It'll be colorful, for sure. Um, <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. I don't uh, know if my fiance would be entirely happy about that, but <laughs> he does whatever I says anyway. So whatever I says, whatever, <laughs> whatever I say he anyway. says. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Quinn smiles like, yeah, I, I kind of got that, got that from him. He seems seems like he he's pretty independent and then when you walk in the room he's all ears yeah basically that's nice it is nice but I don't know I sometimes I kind of don't like having that power the power to just you don't like being in control like that of somebody else yeah if I wanted to I could just break him and I don't want to do that that's the um, it's kind of the vulnerability of being with somebody they trust you completely and the reason they do that is because they know you won't break them or at least they hope so I'm glad he knows that. 
Not that I'm planning on doing anything, but I don't know. Man like Silas Moore has uh, weighed his options carefully. Oh, so you figured that out about Oh him. yeah, it's completely obvious. Great. Great. I mean, I... his face is minted on gold coins in Eastern Harris. Uh, it's kind of obvious. Or, I guess it's technically his grandfather's face, but they look the same. I take another big swig of beer. <laughs> That's uh, okay. We've got plenty of former arbiters here, too. Yeah. And lots of people who fought with them, too. Lots of caskers. You guys don't happen to have anybody who can remove tattoos, do you? Uh, and he looks at Costa, who, by the way, is covered in tattoos. Yeah. Says, do we have anybody that can do that? And Costa sort of half nods. He says, yeah, D is pretty good at it. I mean, it'll still be faint. You can never really remove it, but yeah. Where's, where's D? Let's go. Uh, well, she's either here or in Amnoblin. That's two very drastically different places. <laughs> yeah, um, she's uh, she's kind of a high priestess of Hesperus, so she comes and goes a lot. Didn't we see her, DM, didn't we see her this morning? D? Yeah, I thought you mentioned uh, D with Jace, or was that last night? I think I did mention, yeah, I think I did mention yeah. her, so okay. she should be around. Um but yeah. Let's uh, go. Yeah, uh, like is she let let's go. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah. and Quinn's like, I'll I'll she's probably in her normal place. Come on, I'll show you. And uh he leaves Costa to tend the, the bar and uh brings you out. Uh he brings you over to one of the more colorful wagons um that you see a lot of these wagons have like different themes to them. Uh, some of them are a little more on the simple side. Some of them are, like, nature-y. Uh, several of them have some, like, religious iconography, mostly Balin and Geary. Um, but he brings you to one that has not a lot of decoration on it, except for a large golden disc painted onto the side of it with a black sun with a crack through the center. Like, actually painted into it. Um... And he goes up to the sort of back gate that now acts as a ramp. And he knocks on the side of the wagon. He says, Dee, are you still here? And uh, you see a really poofy tabaxi stick her head out the side. Oh, no. um, it's hard to tell how old she is, but she, she definitely seems like she's an older adult. Um, but she's got... She looks like a mix between a bobcat or a lynx and a snow leopard. Uh, she's got a big old poofy tail and she like pokes her head out. She's like, yeah, yeah, what? Hi. 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 Uh, sorry. Didn't want to interrupt anything. No, um, no, no, no. And she steps out and you see behind her comes this younger tabaxi who 
probably about half her age or less, um, and he looks a little bit like her. She says, no, what? What's up? Um, uh, Ezra, go here. And she, like, hands him a bunch of papers, and he runs off. She's like, yes. Uh, Quinn and Costa said that you do tattoo removal. Uh, yeah. What do you... I flip around and I pull my hair up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can do that. Great. Uh, how much How much do I owe you? Uh, what? M- money? Payment for it? Why? Because you're doing me a service and I... But aren't you like... Aren't you like one of us, though? I, well... Sure, I don't know. Uh, and Quinn smiles. He's like, "Yeah, she's one of us." Okay. Well, he's like, "Okay, well, come here." And she just hops back into the wagon. Okay. I still want to. I turn to Quinn. I still want to pay her, though. I can't just. We generally don't trade in money. Not between us. Okay. Do I have to like go? bring apples back or something like that? Like, is it a <laughs> She'll harder? ask you for a favor later. Oh, great. Alright. <laughs> but yeah, Let's hope um, Silas is okay with that. <laughs> <yeah>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm... Um, I've been about hairballs for a week. Yeah, yeah okay. I go. I go into the. Yeah, um, inside this particular wagon, you do see a lot more of this sort of sun iconography. Um, make a religion check. I don't think I'm very good at that. No, I'm not. Considering your lack of wisdom and intelligence. <laughs> yeah, uh, nine. <laughs> it looks familiar. You don't know. Um, but uh, there, there's more of this symbolism in there, as well as these beautiful, like, hand, uh, well, obviously handwoven. Um, well, no, they have looms. Um, anyway, uh, these handwoven tapestries that depict this very, very dark, almost black-skinned uh, figure with a flaming mane of hair uh, and bright, like, fire-colored eyes. Um, he's wearing. He doesn't have any, like, shirt or vest or anything, but he does have all these tattoos on him that are, like, bright, uh, bright different colors. And he's wearing, um, I believe it's called a Lava Lava style skirt. It's a man's skirt, uh, that Islanders typically wear, like Pacific Islanders. Mm -hmm. Um, but he's depicted in one of these tapestries as just, like, this very calm and almost majestic kind of figure. Uh, in like a, it's actually put in a place of honor inside, but in there, uh, she has a bunch of bedrolls in the corner, all rolled up, uh, and then there's a table and a few chairs, uh, and she welcomes you over to one of the chairs, uh, and this is going to be almost reminiscent of Bo, but she has you sit backwards in it mm-hmm. so she can so she can work. Um, I'm not going to take all my clothes off. <laughs> probably a good idea. Yeah, she does have you take off like your high collared, uh, your high collared jacket, mm-hmm. and in the art, Marin does have like a black turtleneck, so she I has. I figured you... she normally wears <laughs> high collared stuff just to yeah. cover that up anyway. But, um, but uh, beyond that, yeah, uh, she 
goes and starts digging in some trunks to get some stuff out. Um, and she glances over her shoulder at you as she goes. She's like, so you're Marin. So you're D. Yeah, I'm D. Uh, welcome <laughs> to the family. I know it's probably a lot. Yeah, there's. I've met more people today than um, ever. So that's not true, <laughs> but you know, it feels like it. Uh, no, I, I get how you feel. I definitely felt that way too when I first got here. But, uh, welcome to the big old family. We're all just a bunch of fucking pals. <laughs> uh, I picked that up. Yeah, uh, I don't spend as much time around here as I used to, but. Um, I'm on a little bit of a break at the moment. And she comes back over. Um, you see she has this like set of vials with like different chemicals in it. And she has uh, a couple other tools. And she just starts like cleaning off the skin on the back of your neck and getting it ready. She says, so you're a former Arbiter? Sort of. Not by choice? No. Parents were, we did some freelance, then we got really into it, and then I kind of died, so it's a little bit blurry after that, but. Um, me too, I guess? I've done that before. That's oh! Fun. Isn't it, though? Yeah, so fun? Yeah. Uh, no, it's not fun at all, but, no. um, I, uh. Usually I was the one who got people back up, so they didn't let me die or fall over too much. Though I definitely did my best to fall over a lot. Well, I wish my circumstances were because someone actually cared about me. Wow, that was really... That's real dark. Yeah. That's okay. Whatever you mm. want to say. I don't mind. Listen, honey, I'm a priestess. People come to me for things like confessions and therapy. I am exactly the person you can talk to. And then you feel this sharp pain on the back yeah. of your neck. She's like, yeah, sorry, I forgot to warn you. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I still have this headache from earlier, so I'm just like... Um, are you okay? I'm fine. It was just a... God, uh... Ooh, what? Yeah, my life has gotten really weird, like, weirder than it was, which, you know, for a dead person is already pretty weird, so... Uh, uh do you have, like, a patron, or...? Uh, no. Oh, it was... Okay. They were just visiting, and... That's weird. Yeah. So anyway, uh... Sharp pain. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> um, hey, you're a priestess. Yep. Do you know about the Giri? Uh, good, yeah, a little bit. Uh... Well, a lot of it. I have to know. I mean, the guy I follow, it's like his family, so I have to know. Okay. What do you know about Dilthair? Um, good guy. Dead. Uh... Well, was good guy. Um, now he's like a ghost. Um, he is... Ooh. 
how is he related to Hesperus? She should know. Um, hold on. Let me grab a thing. Oh, God. Uh, world lore. Balin God family tree. Uh, he is... Ben, I'm sorry I'm taking up like this no, whole you're fine. <laughs> time. Uh, he is Hesperus's sister-in-law's grandson. So they're related. Cool, cool and normal. Cool and yep. normal. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's Hesperus about- is, is Zerai's brother and Zerai is married to Elen. Elen is Atlaren's sister. Atlaren is Taldon Austin Dolthar's grandmother. Jesus. Big yes. incestuous family. That's, that's- it's not, none of it is incest. Well... In, like literally, Sena, Lauren, Ursan, Rallis, and Elen are siblings, and then they each have yeah. uh, partners, except Ursan. Uh, and then, yeah. Sorry, nobody cares. <laughs> Just <laughs> no, this deep, okay. this deep ancient lore of my world that nobody ever cares about. No, no, <laughs> I know. Uh, okay, and that's all you know. You you said he was kind of a good a good dude. Well, he kind of... Yes, yes. The the short answer is yes. He kind of works... And she motions toward the tapestry. She says, that that's Hesperus. He's he's my guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's cool. He's like a dad. He's awesome. Okay. But, um, yeah, he... Dulthair kind of... Dulthair was known as this dawn wraith, this this thing that came and heralded the dawn and basically chased all the scary stuff at night away. That was his whole mythology, according to the ancient Giri people and the Dalmarig. Um, Hesperus was sort of... He's the god of the sun in Balin, in the Balin pantheon. And so you can imagine they're friendly. Um, but Dulthair is super dead. But also not at the same time. He's like a ghost. Okay. So, this is just hypothetical, of course. Uh, Which definitely means it's not. Well, it's just, I'm just curious. Uh, uh-huh. If someone were to be, like, uh, make a pact with Dulthair... Uh, uh-huh. what might that entail? Bad things, uh, good things, neutral things? It depends. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm in that position with Hesperus. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I didn't start out as a priest. I started out as somebody he basically adopted. And... I'm still not, like, I'm not a divine caster. I'm not any of that. All my stuff comes through a different sort of conduit from him. So, in my experience with Hesperus, it's... We have sort of a familial connection where he takes care of me, I take care of him. But other patrons see it as more of business deals uh sort of quid pro quos and uh you fetch this thing for me i'll give you this power so on and so forth and then there are those that pick up 
people who are vulnerable and lost, sometimes even people who are dead, and they use saving them as their control over those people. And those people become almost like drug addicts, almost. If they don't do what their patron says, they lose their power, and then that's all they want back, is just power, power, power. It's a really vicious cycle. But thankfully, that is not the majority in my experience. Why, do you have a new patron? Uh-oh. Did Alicia's we lose gone. Alicia? We did. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oopsie poodles. I don't know I don't how know. long that's been going on. I don't know either. Oh, there you are, Alicia. Hey! Did you... Oh, God, your audio is gone. Yeah, I can't No! Oh, there okay. you are. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's catching up. My internet just blipped on me. Okay. So How much did you get? I got to where you were, like, drug addicts. And then... Yeah. Oh, you didn't uh, miss much. You yeah. didn't miss much, but yeah, yeah. The drug addicts where some have patrons where take their power away if they don't do as they say, and so on and so forth. But then she said, why, do you have a new patron? Uh, no. Somebody that I know uh, does. And I just want to know if I should be concerned. Um, well, generally speaking, it is kind of concerning anytime a full-on god takes interest in a mortal. My situation is weird because Hesperus is kind of a fallen god, but Dulthair, well, I guess Dulthair is kind of similar. He's just dead instead of fallen. Um, whoever this hypothetical person is, I imagine they either have some goal aligned with his or they have some ability that he would like to make use of, and in return, he's giving them something. Yeah. I mean, I guess that tracks. The whole drug addict thing doesn't sound super great, though. No, it's not. Uh, mm -mm, mm -mm. I've met a few people like that. It's not, it's not good. Awesome. Well... I guess we'll just have to wait and see if that rears its ugly head. Well, on the upside, Dulthair is generally a pretty stand-up guy. I mean, that's good. I haven't read anything yet that says he ever did something super dickish. Okay. I mean, that's good. Good. I imagine this hypothetical person is someone you care a lot about. Uh, only vaguely. <laughs> well, this hypothetical, very close to you person, if they need any help, hypothetically, just let me know. I will. Sharp pain. Damn! Um, <laughs> I'm almost done. Hold on. It's fine. I have been through worse, so. Yeah, you probably have. Yep. Right. Uh, as she finishes up her work, she 
puts a bandage in place on the back of your neck and she says, so that's going to hurt super bad for a little while. Um, I put some stuff on it to make it not hurt quite as bad. And she gives you like this little tiny clay pot full of this salve. She says, uh, put that on like twice a day and keep it bandaged for at least three days. And then after that, you shouldn't have much more than sort of a, a ghost of the old tattoo. And you can either cover it up with something else or leave it be. Thank you. Hmm? Uh, I... Quinn said you don't really deal in money around nope. here. That's a little foreign to me. Um, well, I also live and work in a place where people just don't use money. I'm, I'm, I work and live in Hjolmanir. People there don't have money. They have trade. Ah. Well, if there's any way that I can repay you for it, just let me know. And... Um, well, the only thing I generally ask from people in this family is to look after everyone else in the family. That still feels like really, I don't, that's really like sweet and everything. Like, oh, I, my heart familiar, is touched. Are you not familiar with the concept of pay it forward? Uh, I mean, I've heard of it. If you I, see somebody who needs help, help them. That's but I all. already do that. Then keep on doing it. Okay, but that still doesn't seem like a fair trade of... Never mind. Yeah. Okay. I'll... I'll do that. Thanks! You're cute. You get nervous easily. Mm -hmm. It's a family trait, apparently, I'm sure. I don't know if you and Sylphie ever met, but... I don't think so. Which is unfortunate, because she sounded fun. She sure was fun. Uh, uh, okay. Well, awkward conversation. Yep. Uh, yeah. You listen. I understand. Like, I understand the awkward shit. If you ever feel awkward, you could just walk away. I'm not going to be offended. Cool. I walk away. <laughs> she says bye. Bye. <laughs> I, I think I've oh. figured out Marin's uh, dumb idiot, uh, her, her dumb idiotness as we were talking about the other day, and I think she's just like, does not know she how to talk awkward. to people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she likes people generally, like most people, but I think she's just like, I don't know how to approach any of this. Kids. So I think I yes. What you doing? Uh,. I imagine I spent the day on the lookout for the goose um, and regretting most of my choices. Uh, and then... If I can't make you feel sadness, I can at least make you feel regret. Yeah. And then... Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I would have done much, honestly. Just, like, trying to Read figure out what we're doing next. Make me a perception check. Okay. Good thing I put my dice away. <laughs> uh, okay. Perception check. Yeah, we're not done yet. Okay. Uh, 21. Okay. So you do see him before he gets to you. 
But uh, as oh, you're God. sitting in the Phalon camp, just keeping an eye out, you see at the far end of camp a white goose just waddle into camp. Perfect. Making his way toward a particularly shiny tin cup, and he picks it up and starts walking away. <laughs> run after him. Yeah, he turns and sees you, and he like opens up his wings and like runs a little bit, but then he realizes who you are, and he yeah. stops. And he turns back to you yeah. and honks with the thing still in his beak. Yeah. Uh, hang on, just a second. Um, I cast Speak with Animals. I actually he prepped. Drops the cup. I prepped this spell. Um, I, I know you've had it ready. Yeah. So, uh, hello. It's good to finally talk to you. Oh god. Now I have to do the voice. Yes, you do. Come on, we've been waiting for this. We have for 30 no, don't episodes. Pressure me. Don't, don't pressure me because I'll get really nervous. Oh god, what time of day is it? Uh, it's probably like the middle of the day or something. It's Yeah. Good afternoon, comrade. Oh no. Yes, yes, yes. So... I, my name's Kit. I don't know if you knew my name. What's your name? Yes. Name? Yes. What do they call you? Goose. <laughs> of course they do. I should have known. Um, it's obvious, really. Uh, so, I I have a few questions for you. Duh. Uh, <laughs> duh. <laughs> Uh, do you know about the Heidelin staves? Yes. Uh, do you have any interest in such a thing? Why? I was wondering, forgive me for being presumptuous, but I have this feeling that you're extremely powerful. And I thought maybe you could destroy them. I don't know. Uh, I follow up question to that, which maybe I should have led with. Uh, what yeah. are you? Goose. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Um, I think you look like a goose. <laughs> but can you imagine that fucking Aarakocra that was interpreting this for us and he's yeah. like listening to this goddamn voice? Um, <laughs> So, <laughs> goose. Uh, okay. Um, Favorite toys, Bell. Oh, that's good to know. I'll see if I can find one for you. Um, <laughs> I had to channel Ivan for this goose. Yeah. Uh, are you um? Are you good or bad? Like, what are you? I'm goose. <laughs> You wanted to talk to the fucking goose. Oh my god. <laughs> the all-powerful Eldritch Goose is a fucking Alicia's idiot. Alicia's just like, thank you, Lord. This is the best day ever. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Eldritch Goose, intelligence of two. <laughs> um, okay. So, would you... Can you visit somebody and see if maybe you can help them? Or do you care, I guess? Is I don't know. there food? She can definitely get you food. I like food. 
good good to know. Um egg roll, very good. I'm <laughs> sure it is. I Do knew you, you like those. Egg roll. I can find some possibly in <laughs> soon. Would like egg roll. Okay. Um can I send you Can I so hard. <laughs> Would you please go visit Kenna McAmbero? She has lots of egg rolls. Who is She's a god. She's here on Earth. She's at the 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 circle the Arctic Circle of the Giants. Big circle? Yeah, the big circle. With big rock. That indeed. I know big rock. Yes. That is if you visit her, she's in charge. She's kind of bitchy, really tall, bags under her eyes. Looks like she hasn't slept in about 20,000 years. Um, she Definitely God. Yeah, definitely. Uh, she can help you. Are you Food? a god? Uh, no? Maybe. Goose. <laughs> <laughs> um, she can definitely help you out. And maybe you could help her. Oh. You might be able to destroy the crystals. I believe in you. Not food. Oh, she'll get you food. The crystals might be food. I don't know. They might taste really good. Bad idea. <laughs> we'll try. Yeah, they might taste just like egg rolls. I'm not sure, though. You see the beak, like, go up. <laughs> Um, of crystal? I don't, but she's got like three. Hmm. Egg roll crystal. Yeah. Extra crunchy. This is good. Yes. <laughs> crunchy is very good. Favorite food. Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, if you want to go visit her, and I can always give you a snack, like to go. Yes, food. Okay. Fo fo Favorite food. I will see if we have any, but I will definitely get you food. Favorite food. I'll see what I can do. Yes, good. Okay. Let's uh, let's go back to the caravan. He picks up his tin cup and follows you. Why does he have a tin cup? <laughs> because it's shiny. Oh my god. He literally is the fucking goose. He's a Oh my god! <laughs> he's not just a goose. I mean, no, he's not just a goose, but he's just a goose. Oh my god! <laughs> he's like a if you northern... gave a god goose stats. Yes, he he's a northern Lochmany accented goose. <laughs> but yeah, he follows you, and several people stare at you as you walk by. How long does speak with animals last? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have my stuff up. Let me take a look. Why'd you put it all away? Because I thought we were done. No, definitely not. You asked to talk to okay. the goose. Uh, speak to animals. It lasts ten for minutes. ten minutes. Yeah. Um, as he's following you, you hear muffled behind the tin cup handle. Just yes, food is favorite. <laughs> Good food. <laughs> he's just talking to himself. <laughs> Ah, um, I, for the, for the, 
for the people who are looking at me, I'm just like, don't worry, I'm a druid. They've guessed. It's fine. Um, so um, as you get over to like where where all the food is like stored and made, he mm-hmm. puts his tin cup down and looks around. Looks at you. Food. Yes, working on that. Uh, hello, is anybody here? Favorite food. Is this restaurant open? <laughs> you do see a few people there getting food ready for dinner. Yeah. Uh, hello, good people. Um, an older, uh, probably probably bugbear uh, woman looks over at you and says, "Yes, food." Uh, I, I'm sorry, this goose is very talkative. <laughs> he's just, to um, her, he's just go, doing, like, the duck thing, where, like, rah, 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 rah. Uh, do you, do you know how to make egg rolls? Egg rolls? Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume that's a no. Um, what, well, what kind of food is it? Uh, it's like those Lachmany things, they're like a little roll oh, with a bunch of cabbage um, in them and stuff. She, she turns, and you see nearby there's a red dragonborn who has, like, both of his horns look like they used to be blunted, and she um, she calls him over, and she says, um, Titus, he asked for egg rolls? And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, I can make those. Uh, he yeah. looks at the goose, who's like, food. <laughs> um, I kind of turn to the goose, and I'm like, do you think, like, maybe, like, ten would be okay? Many favorite food. Okay. Okay. Um, I turn back to him, and I'm like, can you make, like, ten or twenty? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. And Thanks. he goes and gets out some supplies. The goose follows him. Yeah. I'm also gonna need a bag for that. Uh, we have flour sacks around. That'll, that's perfect. Okay. Um, he watches the goose follow him, <coughs> and you just hear the goose the whole time go, "You make food." <laughs> just staring. Oh my god! And the dragonborn's like, "Hi, buddy," and he. Like leans down and like goes to pat him on the head, but the goose's head just goes under the hand, <laughs> just snakes out of the way. Yeah. Right. Um, but the whole time the goose is like chittering, like no, do not touch, make food. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody else ever talked to the goose? You don't know. <laughs> oh, no, I mean you, DM. Has anybody else ever talked to the goose? Uh, no. Okay, cool. That's uh, why I didn't have a voice. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm just going to wait for him to finish them. Yeah, he, he starts making them from scratch, and the goose eventually comes back to you looking a little perturbed, like, where is food? He's he's working on it. It's <laughs> going to be really fresh. <laughs> is good? Yes. Super, super big, very good. <laughs> I wait. And he sits down next to his tin cup. <laughs> okay. And he like pecks at the tin cup. Do you... Looks around a little bit. Do you have any magical weapons on you by chance? What is? Like a knife? Sticks his head under his wing and pulls out a short sword. <laughs> Just it shouldn't fit under there. It's too big to fit under there, but he's just holding a fucking sword. Like a pocket dimension. <laughs> he drops it on the ground, he says, knife. You're not is it just a regular short sword? Can I tell? 
Uh, it looks pretty magical. Oh my god! <laughs> um, can I touch that? Why? I just want to look at it. You give back? Yes. He picks it up and holds it up for you. Everyone else is staring at this miracle that just happened. Kit's also just going like, right, 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 right. Yeah. Is Marin here or is Marin still out in the woods? Yeah, where am I? I imagine Marin has, word has spread. Because I want Marin to see this fucking There's a fucking goose in camp and Kit's talking to it. So yeah, yeah, Marin's heard. Yeah, I imagine my... My, I have a sore neck and I go over and I'm like, oh my you god. You see a goose holding a magical short sword up to Kit. Mm-hmm. I just he like wasn't... take it and I like look at it real quick and I'm like, oh wow, this is really pretty. Like give it a couple swishes and then I just give it back to him. It's shiny. Very. <clears throat> Good job. I walk up to him. Uh, yeah, you weren't, you weren't kidding. She doesn't have any food. It really is a hmm. goose. Yeah, it is a ghost. Are you honking at that thing? Um, I mean, you I just have went. To... You just went. Rah, 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 rah. I mean, I have to talk to it. She speak. She's talking, but she can't speak. Does that does that work? I I look at the goose. It doesn't work. It's to him. It's gibberish. <laughs> but he hears you trying, and yeah. he's like, "She has very bad grammar." <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do a little flap thing. <laughs> This is offensive. <laughs> if you piss off this goose, he just pulled a magical short sword out of from under know. his wing. I'm just trying to talk to him. You're talking to him, so... You're being offensive. Also, what? <laughs> you didn't see the short sword? Well, I saw the short sword. I didn't know it came from under his wing. Yeah. Did he put it away? Not yet. Hmm. Can you put that... You can put that away. Picks it up, puts it under his wing. Okay, all right. And he puts the tin cup under there too. I'm making then him he, some. Egg then rolls. he pulls the tin cup back out and puts it down. Says, "Can have." Oh, you're asking permission. Yes. Oh, uh, I like call out to somebody. I'm like, "Can he have this? Can he have this tin cup?" I'm not speaking in person. Mm-mm. In duck, in goose. Goose. Wait, I'm sorry, what language are you speaking? I'm speaking common. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, one of the cooks is like, sure. Okay. Uh, I turn back to the goose and I'm like, tell you what. Do you... I'll trade you for it. Do you have, like, maybe something cool that maybe I could use? What's something you would give to a druid? You like shiny? I love shiny. And he like sticks his head under his wing and stays there for a minute. And then he pulls out this silver medallion. Okay. Uh, it's shiny. Can I look at it? He drops it in your hand. Okay. What what does it look like? Uh, the It has a simple silver chain. Uh, the medallion itself uh, has this... What you would probably recognize as a symbol of Paylor, um, sun symbol on it. Mm. Um, and it is definitely enchanted. It has a particular <laughs> enchanted sheen to it. Okay. Do you need me uh, to figure out what that does? Do you have identify? Uh-huh. I kind of... She's just going to look at it real quick. Can I, like, hand it to Marin? If can have cup, you have necklace. Okay. 
He puts the cup away. Do you, do you want me to do it or no? Please cast Identify. Okay. okay. I will cast Identify. <clears throat> it is the equivalent to... Let me grab the actual stats. God, my throat is like all... Um God damn it, what is this particular one? Uh it is a What is this called? It's a version of an Ayun stone. Um it is a mastery stone. It increases your proficiency bonus by one while you're wearing it. Shit. It does require attunement. Okay. So I say all of that. I am a stone <clears throat> necklace. Alright, uh, I will I look to the goose and I'll be like, you know what? This is a really good trade. Very shiny. Very shiny. Good job. You get small, shiny. I get big. It's such a good trade for you. Yes. You're... I like you. Um, are those egg rolls done yet? <laughs> it's been like two minutes. Uh, you're kind of really <clears throat> slow. Um, it's been two minutes. He has to make it from scratch. That's true. Uh, well, sir, Mr. Goose. Um, Goose. If he, yes. If you'd like to... If you'd like to... <laughs> Waddle about while we finish your food. Feel free to explore. Your uh, name? Kit. Kit. Mm -hmm. Like fox. Indeed. Do I have name? You said it was Goose. I'm Goose. Yes. No name. No name. Would you like Give a name? Give name. Give name. Oh god. Um. <laughs> I have the perfect name for a goose. Ted. Ted. Yes. I like. I'm Ted. <laughs> I'm Ted. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. I am Ted. No, I'm Ted. Oh, sorry. Ted. Nice to meet you, Ted. Ted the yes. Goose. Ted Goose. Yes, Ted Goose. Mr. Ted Goose. <laughs> last name is Goose. Ted. Okay. Well, your your egg rolls will be up really soon, Mr. Ted Goose. Um, and he, like, settles into his shoulders and just chills. Okay, cool. You finally got to name someone Ted. I really did. After joking about it. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome that um, I've ruined your world forever. <laughs> he does keep looking at Sylphie, like... You mean Marin? God, Marin. Whoops. Uh, why does... Why does it keep staring at me? Why is it looking at me? It's freaking me out. Uh, <laughs> she like wants it. to know why you're looking at her. What is name? Her name is Marin. Marin. I like. He likes your name? That's 
good. I like goose. If a goose, goose had pieces. eyebrows, this is what he would be doing. Uh, okay. Uh, I turn I back mean, to him and I'm like, she likes your name too. I'm Ted. Yes, his name is Ted. Ted. Did you name the goose Ted? I. He told me that was his name. I'm sure he did. Uh, I like. Honk. I like <laughs> Ted too. Mm. That's great. I name. turn back to the goose. I'm like, we are all very amicable with each other. <laughs> what is what? Friendly. We're all friendly with each other. <clears throat> amicable. And what? Amicable. Amicable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm close to my microphone is because it's yeah. quiet. Um, but eventually your spell does wear off. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually the dragonborn comes over with just like a platter of these these egg rolls and also a flour sack. I hold the flour sack open and just tell him to tip it all in. Okay, and he tips it all in. The goose is very excited. Yeah. He's just like up, just like. I cast speak with animals again. Food, food. Yes, I. Is, here, this is, is yours. Food, food. <laughs> and he takes him. it and it drops to the ground, and he starts dragging it away. Uh, don't forget to go see McKenna. Go see Kenna. Big rock circle. Yes. Yes. Dragging, dragging, dragging. Okay. Bye, Ted. And then he stops at the edge of camp, <laughs> looks at Marin, nods, picks up his sack, and walks away. Yeah. I think he likes you. What did I do? I don't. I don't, I don't know, know, but maybe you should him. think twice about <laughs> Kit, getting married. Kit hears in the distance food, food. Yes, yes, food. Good food. Can I just say I've been brought back from the dead, and this is the officially the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. I told you there was a ghost. You did tell me. Uh, do I owe you, like, here, I toss him a gold. There. You happy? Not yet. <laughs> I toss him another, another gold. <laughs> Are you seriously going. giving me gold? I mean, I figured we would have made a bet at some point. I mean, I'll keep your gold, but there was no bet. Um, But, yeah, so... uh. He's real. Um, mm-hmm. I sent him to go talk to Kenna. Where's Clay? What? Ganging around somewhere. Okay. <laughs> gay! Are Clay. you just screaming gay? No. <laughs> I won't. I'll just yeah, be like, Clay. Clay, Clay does come out. Uh, he looks like he's also been working today in the village, but he's back. Um, he says, yeah. Can I borrow you for one more sending? Sure. Thank you. Uh, it's gonna go to Kenna again. She should be a little better this time. Um, tell her the goose is on the way, and his the name goose is loose. Is Ted? Do you hear yourself? Just do it. It's I ask actually you, like I know he sounds like a crazy person, but it's true. I just saw it. It just Where? dragged away a whole bunch of egg rolls. It was what? here. I swear to you God, you missed it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh my god, finally. Next time, next time we have a goose visit, I will let you know right away so you can witness it for your own. I'm not sure I want to be on this mess trip, but okay. And he <laughs> starts drawing his circle into the air. Uh, sends off the uh, the message. 
Well, that was rude. <laughs> that's how you know you got the right person. Yeah, it sounds. She that just sounds said, "Okay, right. bye." Ooh, well, I she her. just sent you the one, yeah. Okay, yeah. bye. The one letter text. Anyway. Yeah. Well, um, thank you, Clay. That was very nice of you. Sure. Okay. Was being genuine, but that's fine. That's fine. I, I know it's really tell. hard for you not to be a bitch. No, it's just really hard for me to believe that you're not being a bitch. I feel like we understand each other. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Oh my god, will you two please get a room? Uh... Yeah. Maybe. One Eventually. day. Eventually. Eh. So, so that I stop, like, vomiting in my mouth. You'll vomit more. They more probably. Yeah, probably. I'm a druid now. I could fix you medically. Okay. You're I not hate automatically. Both of you. <laughs> you're not automatically medically inclined just because you're. I am now an apothecary. Oh God, you're certain. <sighs> um, but anyway, I imagine um, this is what Kit is just like. All his misconceptions about druids. I'm an amazing doctor now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I can do literally anything. <laughs> I feel um, like he was already. Yeah. Ready. Yeah. Hubris, indeed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, well, that was fun. Uh, yeah. I think I'm gonna go to the middle of another one of the fields for the day and just, like, make them perfect. Because I can. You're doing this at night? I thought you said it was the middle of the day. I mean, it is kind of the middle of the day, but it's, like, late middle of the day. Oh. It's, like, three, four o'clock. Maybe I'll do another one tomorrow. Yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, it was nice speaking to you all. <laughs> Best wishes. You uh, too. I'm gonna go. And then I just walk away. Okay. Uh, as you walk away, not trying to drag this out too much further, but I am setting the stage for next week. Mm -hmm. uh, Quinn walks up uh, and says... Uh, Marin, can hmm. I can I talk to you for a sec? Yeah. Yep. Uh, he yes. Sits down with you as uh, everybody else is like gathering up to either make or partake in meals, and uh, says, uh, "So, uh, Jason, I've been talking a little bit about plans for you and Silas and Sylphie." And, um, mm -hmm. we don't want to do anything here uncomfortable with, so we were thinking of just doing a sort of small pyre for anybody who wants to be there. You don't have to be at all. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we were thinking of doing that, and then once we kind of have a day to settle in from that, we just throw a big old party for you guys. <laughs> Uh, that sounds wonderful. Um, I think that'll be good. Jace is pretty good at planning those kinds of things, so, uh, obviously it's gonna be kind of spur of the moment anyway, but, uh... I mean, you know what? I'm not good at planning those kinds of things, so have at it. She'll, uh, she'll help you get together anything... Well, anything we can from this town, but we've got a lot of stuff we carry with us that we can use for, like, just a little bit of decoration, and 
there's a bunch of people you can borrow nice clothes from if you want to, and uh, we'll we'll get something together. Luca's already said that he'll be happy to officiate. I love it. Let's do it. All right. We'll uh, we'll set up the pyre tomorrow, and uh, then next day once everybody's had a moment and we have a little little get together for selfie we'll have a bigger party for for you guys because i know you haven't really seen how we work yet but uh even sad stuff we follow up with a party because we like to think that the people who are gone Grieving is for us. It's for the living. And uh, they'd much rather see us celebrating what we have rather than what we lost. But I like that. Alright. Well, if you'll excuse me, I gotta go find a silver <coughs> ring in your size. And he walks away. And another one, actually. Uh, all right. I'm gonna go find Silas then. I guess he's around somewhere. Oh, he hasn't seen me since I stormed off. Nope. But he is giving you your space. Yeah. But he's—I mean, he's his usual quiet self. But mm -hmm. he doesn't seem to hold any ill will. I guess he's fine. Yeah. Just when you when you come back to him, it's as he doesn't act like nothing happened, but it's very much the same as usual. Like he just scoots over to give you a spot, and the moment you sit down next to him, there's an arm around you. Uh, after I sit there for a little bit, I'm gonna face my back toward him and pull my hair up and show him good the bandage. I thought it was time. Probably get that done at some point as well. D is really good at it. It hurts like a bitch. Eh, all good things do. <laughs> okay, just... You can name me next time. You don't have to <laughs> beat around the bush. <sighs> you are a pain in the ass. I know. So are you in your own special way. Thank you. I try my best. Anyway, have you eaten yet? No, I'm starving. Good. And he motions you off toward where all the food is being served, and that's where we'll end for tonight. Yay. We only went over by a little over a half hour. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't like two hours. <laughs> True. God, I love that goose. <laughs> oh my god. I hate him, but I love him. I'm every, so more happy. Every time. I'm so happy. Food. Yes. Food. Yes, food. Thank <laughs> God. Here I thought I was going to make a great ally. I mean, I mean you kind did. Of have. Yeah, he's he's your buddy now. Oh god. <clears throat> he knows your name. That somehow makes me feel more worried. Good. It should. Mm. You should never give your true name to a creature whose origins you don't know. True. Good job. Yep. 
Yeah, I'm kind of. I'll have to talk to you privately about what. Uh, we why know he his likes real me name so much. His real name. I mean, technically, it is Goose, but now, now it's Ted. It's Ted. Ted. Um, but yes, I forgot we were streaming again. Um, <laughs> thanks everybody for joining us, and uh, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Lauren Adventuring Co- or at, at Lauren ADV Co. Excuse me. Uh, links are below to all of our stuff and YouTube, and we are also found on all. Well, not all, but a lot of podcast platforms. Uh, We post VODs and podcasts of the stream every Wednesday, usually in the morning. Uh, Alicia, tell us about yourself. Hi. You can find me. Places. Uh, I totally just forgot. Everything. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's my Twitter handle? At amkellywrites. There, yeah, yeah. You can also find me on my website, amkellywrites.com can tell she's uh, a writer. Huh, huh, yeah. Um, I'm writing a book. It's about d and I'm gonna be trying to finish it for NaNoWriMo. We'll see if that works. Who knows? Uh, that's it. Cool. Bye. Bye. Uh, Blake R. Wolf. Blake R. Wolf on Twitter. BlakeRWolf.com. B-L-A-K-E-R-W-O-L-F-E. I uh, just released an LGBT novel and I've got a fantasy novel coming out on December 4th. Woo. So it's almost completely edited on my side and then I get to send it to Taylor to finish it. So that's me. That's what I'm okay. doing. Hello. I'm Taylor Wallace. Hello. That's it. Okay. Uh, no. no. Uh, I yes, I am Blake's editor at SonderEditing.com. I could be your editor too. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be anybody's editor. Just give me money. Um, but uh, yes, I'm at SonderEditing.com. I'm also on Twitter at T A I Y L O R W A L L A C E, Taylor Wallace, and uh, I'm also writing stuff. I have no grand designs on being done by the end of November because I'm moving and doing a lot of other stuff, but I will certainly get at least 25,000 words. That's my goal, to at least do that much while also dealing with the existential crisis that is adulthood. That's still, like, a decent amount, though. Like, that's that's a lot. Um, What else? Oh! Next week, God. Next week is really oh, important. Yeah, that's oh yeah, right. wow. Yeah, next week. <laughs> it's already here. Um, yeah. So next weekend, um, we I believe at this moment we've already discussed the fact that we will not be streaming live. Um, there will still be a stream, but it will be pre-recorded. Uh, we're going to dress up and uh, do some fun stuff, and. Uh, as I, the reason that we went a little bit longer today is because I needed to set the stage for the actual wedding because apparently we're having a Halloween wedding. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's fun because in game, even though it's a little early in fall for it, it's still going to be a fall wedding. So. Also, I go. think Marin and Silas would be that goth couple that gets married on Hell Halloween. Yeah. Like, come on, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, that's still like, that's still a ways away from the current time in the story but uh i mean you guys are basically doing the equivalent of getting married in like early august 
No, okay. so it's, it's technically almost fall. Yeah. Um, whatever. You could decide next session. Hey, let's wait, but we'll still do fu- we'll still do fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, it should be pre-recorded, and then I will be moving next weekend, so that'll be fun. It's not going to have any effect on the stream, but this behind me might change a little bit and become <laughs> less flappy. Yeah. Yeah. Put my. I'm going to kind of do what you do, Ben, where I have the tapestry on the wall and the desks in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna gonna do I'm something. I'm sure my like neighbors that. love that that I just did that. Is it uh, yeah, I can do right that behind too. you though? No. <laughs> I moved my living room. Oh, again. it's in a different place. I'm on okay. the opposite wall now. Oh, oh great. Well, I'm I gonna just do keep moving my living room. The thing that you did. Well, it's come on, quarantine. I know. It's all you have I'm to bored. do. Yeah. Um but yeah, so join us next week for a special romantic episode where Alicia and I need to flirt with each other for four <laughs> hours. <laughs> Let's get married but, next week. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> yeah, the and then extent, Ben's just like, this is the extent of my romance life is D and D. make everybody flirt with me. Same. Yeah. Um, I'm sure my husband will love watching me get fictionally married to Silas. Is a very dude, chaste but, man. I'm yeah. sure, at least in public, yes. he is. So it won't be too lovey dovey. Oh no. But uh, and Corey doesn't yeah, care. Are you kidding me? I, he doesn't strike me as a guy who would care. No. Anyway. Oh, I've told him. I'm like, oh, I'm engaged to this other guy in my game. And he's like, oh, okay. Cool. Is he hot? Cool. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, he is. He's very hot. Um, actually, there's a oh, no. there's an icon of him in here somewhere. I saw briefly when we were fighting Alistair, but... He... Here, put you on the characters and tokens page. He oh, looks like damn. Damn, boy! Yeah. He oh a God. snack. Alright. Oh my God. The beard is a little fuller, but this is basically Okay, him. no, you're right. Yeah. Mm. I'm cool with it! Yeah, I'm cool with it too, I guess. <laughs> wow, okay. Jesus. Anyway, continue. I, I, I would have shown you guys earlier if I'd realized. Now I can't do character art of him, though, because I'll only disappoint. No. Uh, we'll see. He's got, right. a fuller, he's got a fuller <laughs> beard and blue eyes, so we'll see. Yeah. But yes, thank you for joining us for this week. Uh, <laughs> VODs and podcasts will be up on Wednesday. And happy almost Halloween. It's almost Yay. here. Almost there. Yay. So, All right. Are we leaving? Yeah. Yep. Bye, y'all. I've been Taylor Wallace. You've been fantastic. I've been me as well. Goodbye. Same. End the stream. I'm working on it. Where's the button? There. Bye. (laughs) Bye.